You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody and welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show where uh, whether we're celebrating the loved ones or celebrating the love of football, we're here celebrating the love of wrestling that we have in our hearts and possibly our farts. I'm Ryan Knightsey, joined us by, as always, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing today? I am doing, you know, I'm doing okay. You know, I was going to lie and say, oh, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing okay. Yeah, you're not excited about the the Super Bowl tonight. Um, do you have excited. do you have any skin in the game? I don't personally. Uh, no, no. As a Patriots fan, I have no skin in the game today. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm, but uh, I'm excited for the halftime show. Yeah, yeah. First time I've said that probably ever. Is Snoop Dogg still performing? Yes. Okay, I saw a thing about him on the news the other day. I wasn't sure if he was still performing. Of course he is. Snoop Dogg's uncancelable. I have no skin in the game whatsoever. Uh, I'm a, as a, this might sound weird, as an Eagles fan, uh, I I am very happy with what I had a couple years ago. Oh, so you suck. That's all I'm going to have for the next decade and more. This sucks. I just said I was a Patriots fan, and then they just slapped me in the fucking face. <laughs> Look, man, I don't know why, because when I grew up as an Eagles fan, I grew up during the Don- Donovan McNabb era. Donovan McNabb was nice. He was nice. He was pretty good, but he could never a problematic. Big, he could never get the nice. big one. Never got the well. I mean, there were other problematic <laughs> Eagles QBs. Um, true. Yeah, because speaking of which, we eventually got it together with Michael Vick. Michael Vick was nice. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good. That one year. But yeah, that one year. And then (laughs) Foles came in. And then then nice that one year. Nice that. Well, (laughs) he was okay a couple years. Then he was really good that one year. Got injured during the playoffs or at the Super Bowl. I don't even remember. Uh, And then we had that other guy come in, just win the whole thing. We're like, yeah, baby. Foles won the whole thing. Was it Foles? Who am I thinking of? 
Wentz was the quarterback. Wentz. That's who it was. And then and then Wentz got hurt and false. That's who it was. I don't even remember. I would I would love to forget it, but I can't. So well, if super if the Super Bowl is a bad topic, what about Valentine's Day? That's tomorrow. Are you celebrating Valentine's Day with a loved one, Scotty? No, going to work. <laughs> going to work, which has had me pissed off the entire week. So no, it's not. <laughs> there's very little good news coming up today for me. This is like not the best of times. But it is the worst of times. Yeah, you know. Ryan, it was a trying week. It was a trying week. <sighs> what happened? This is your also. This, by the way, folks, this Ring Post Radio is not only a way for us to talk about wrestling and a bunch of wrestling, but also a way for Scotty to have his therapy sessions. Yeah, I usually don't take this, so you know, I don't like getting overlooked. I'm getting overlooked at work, and I hate it. Overlooked at work? Oh, you hate when that happens. What are you going to do? Yeah. How are, what are you going to do to change it? Um, Get a new job? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I get you. I get you. you no, know. no. I'll just keep doing the hard work, and you, know, you just hope it pays off eventually. Yeah. You know. You know how that feels. That As a podcaster, a wrestling podcaster, yes, I know how that feels. <laughs> to, to yeah. just, I'll just keep doing the hard work and eventually maybe you know eventually it'll pay off but 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 let's get I guess we can get to wrestling uh, because that is the point of the show yes I guess maybe, um, you know maybe. Ryan yeah what's up you, you remember you remember my uh, many a rants right uh, you have you've had had several rants Scotty not every show not I gotta admit that. I'm not like, no. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't bust my load every show. No, you're not, no, you're I, not SE from BO, Boston BO. No, you're Mass. BOS. So it'd be, it'd be SE from uh, MA, right? You're not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Um, I, re- I, just realized, I the bit. I just go realized, on. <laughs> I just realized what I said. So I need to take that back. I just said, never mind. Go Never ahead. Mind. I ruined the bit. Uh-oh. Go continue. No, it's please. okay. Now, no, oh, well, we, we, <laughs> to be fair, you have to remember. I just said bust my load, so we need to go back. <laughs> Should we, we restart the show? Stop. Should we restart the show? I'll I play think the music we need again. to restart the show. <laughs> Let's replay that music, baby. Real Southern rock, baby. Coming to you live, ninety-seven point one. Our RPR radio coming at you live. That's my radio voice. Thoughts? <sighs> it's going to be an interesting show today. Let's yeah, just, this let's is the energy. This is the energy, folks. Uh, Get ready. Get into it. We got a lot to cover. Big show, massive show. We're going to be talking a about news. a lot of news items. We're going to be talking about uh, a little bit discussing the Noah Step Forward amount of shows there. War uh, specifically the Go Shiyazaki stuff. Um, which I, I find very interesting. Very interesting. More like indeed. stop Shiozaki. Save you the jokes for the main show. You're you're burning your jokes too early, Scott. Wait a minute. I thought we were on the show. We're in the show, right? You were, this is the show. We didn't actually restart, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so so everybody, uh the big news, of course, this week comes from you know. 
one of the biggest promotions in the world. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about AEW? No. No? Okay. Talking no. About maybe in the world, you said, so maybe New Japan. One of the most known promotions in the world. Is it New Japan? They're known in the world. No. No. Um, no. New Japan has had news in, you know, three years. Impact? Is, is the Impact no, something about the show no, coming let's up? let's not lie to ourselves now here. It, it includes Impact Talent, though. Impact includes Impact Talent. Ring of Honor. They're coming back. No. Oh, well, they are coming back, but this isn't the news. Is what you're saying? You're missing a big mm. one here. Hmm. Are they uh, are they international or just strictly national? National. They're national. They're a national wrestling promotion. Hmm. I don't. I can't. See, I can't. You're you're really close. Am I? Oh God! What is it? Um, national. They tore the, the country, the wrestling. Oh, GCW. You're right. Here we go. You're talking about Nick Gage. That's what we're talking about, baby. Right? You know what's sad? You know what's sad about that? What's that? I fucking hate N- uh, NWA. But! <laughs> but! Oh, radio, tell me everything you know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Matt Cardona. Big spoilers. NWA. Big spoilers. World by champion. The way. Big spoilers. Yeah, spoiler no one alert. No one, no one actually watches NWA. No one actually watches it. I'm going to watch this match now. You know why? You know why? Because Matt Cardona, aka Zach Ryder, is the new NWA world champion. 10, ca- t- 10 pounds of gold. He beat Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> That's so, true. You know, I guess not as big of an accomplishment, but. But hear me out here. Hear me out here. Yeah. Ric Flair walked so Zack Ryder could run. Ric Flair walked so Zack Ryder can run. I I need way more context. What the hell? Zack Ryder is already the greatest NWA world champion of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we so Ric Flair who? More like Ric Flair, woo! More like Ric Flair, woo, woo, woo! Yes. Uh, we talked about it before the show. It's like, you know, Scotty, maybe, maybe you know, we shouldn't talk about it because it's spoilers and it's not going to come out yet for a while. And he said, "No, no one's watching the show. If anything, <laughs> this might get people to watch NWA now." <laughs> yeah, I'm helping them. Yeah, I'm helping them by doing this. Um, it's the same exact idea of like why WWE itself announced the result of the Intercontinental title match on Friday Night Smackdown next week. Oh, because people right. might now watch the thing, potentially. Right, right. probably not, but probably not. they might. Um, I might for Sami Zayn. I like Sami Zayn. That's yeah. his Twitter, or it used to be his Twitter. I like Sami Zayn. Now uh, I hate Sami Zayn. <laughs> back to Matt Cardona. Yeah, baby. This dude, you know, I gave him a lot of praise last night on the Twitter sphere, but this dude has been one of the most impressive WWE departures. Uh, he was, you know, he was part of the first cuts. He was part of the uh, he's part of the post WrestleMania 2020 cuts. He's part know? of those. He was part of the Corona cuts. Yeah, he was part of the peak. He was part of the. Uh, the inaugural class <laughs> of uh, releases. And he, without, you know, he was in AEW for like a month, right? 
but he has made a name for himself specifically through GCW and now the NWA former GCW world champion had, he made me watch GCW that tells you like that's, that's Bravo to him, you know, Bravo to his work. He is now like one of the biggest heels on the independence. And I just want to applaud him. And the, the, the way he's being a heel is by embracing the fact that he's Zack Ryder yeah. and embracing all of that. And I just, I just applaud what he's doing and uh, good for him. Uh, did, did I ever think he was going to be NWA world champion? Sure. Did it. No, but I'm happy. He is. No. Uh, yeah. No. Trevor Murdoch can be anyone be, can be. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, you know, coming out of it, coming out of the 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 WWE firing and all that stuff, you know, that going to AEW, you know, it was pretty much the same thing, just kind of a dude, just kind of a guy. And then the total reinvention on GCW was an outstanding part for him. In, he w- he went to Impact. It was basically just a guy there in Impact as well. But mm-hmm. now Impact is turning him heel by beating him by beating Jordan Grace in that fashion that he did. Uh, so. Like GCW helped, it made got a bunch of business out of this heel turn. Impact now is like, oh, let's do the same. NWA is like, let's do the same. All these companies are now modeling after going around Matt Cardona and bringing him in and giving him a title because it worked. It worked for GCW. So they're like, it'll work for us. NWA. I think it will. I think it will. I mean, I think people might watch this NWA show now. Uh, I mean, More there was already well than they were. I think so. I think that's a great move. I think you know, Trevor Murdoch wasn't really bringing in the the big thing. Um, uh, uh, Topsy on Twitch says he's basically done what Miz did back in 2016, letting a heel do work. Yeah, I remember 2016 about the uh, the. I'm th- I assume you're talking about or the thing I think about is the talking smack thing, mm-hmm. where it's like you know, make it real, make it heal. Yeah. Real and heal, baby. Real That's heel. all I want. He real and heal. Uh, and which is phenomenal. Uh, think, which is phenomenal. Yeah. I love I love good heel work. I really do. Like that's one of the things in wrestling I adore. And he has been doing that. You know, it, we, we live in an age where there's not really heels and baby faces in terms of for cheers and booze wise, right? Sure. Anymore. There's heels and baby faces to make formats and matches like, you know, for the upcoming AEW world title match between Adam Cole and Hangman Page. We know who's the heel. We know who's the baby face. Yeah. But they're both going to get cheered. Yeah. Adam Cole is a cool heel. Adam Cole is a cool heel. Right. Matt Cardona is doing this thing and he's getting booed out of the building. He is getting loud boos. No one likes him. But at the same time, people do like him. Like yeah. people are happy for him. And, uh, you know, the good thing for Matt Cardona is he's, you know, he's solid in the ring. He's, you know, he's going to, he's not going to have a, I, well, you know, the Joey Janela one's different story. <laughs> that, 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 he, Cardona is solid in the ring. He's not an insanely great worker. He's, no. I, you know, going back to what Topsy said on Twitch, uh, you know, a little bit like The Miz, not an insanely yeah. great worker, but he, for the most part, knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's not a work rate guy. But well, I would actually, to- I would take that back. I think Matt Cardona is actually way better than Miz, because uh, the Miz, <laughs> Miz, known for not catching anyone on suicide times. Yeah, this is true. 
Uh, but credit to Mac Cardona. Keep uh, I, I I'm excited to see where it takes him because I think we can agree that Impact World Champion is not out of the question. I mean, he's wearing he's holding one of the most prestigious, and I know it's changed now, but the NWA World Championship is you know that is a prestigious world title in the history yeah. of professional wrestling, and yeah. now he has it. So anything really is on the table. I think Impact would. If his heel run goes well there, too, I could see them strapping him up. Uh, other news bits that we have uh, and uh, moving over. Let's go across the let's go across the country first. And we'll head on over to Seattle, where last night um, at the Defy event, Defy fifth anniversary show, um, Nick Wayne faced off against the Defy interim champion, Christopher Daniels, uh, in a losing effort. Uh, again, spoilers, I guess. Um, but after the match, uh, AEW's own and former Defy wrestler Darby Allen showed up and offered Nick Wayne, the 16-year-old third-generation wrestler Nick Wayne, a contract to AEW. Obviously, no one, no one has any idea what kind of tier contract this is. I'm guessing it's not upper-tier contract. It's probably like one where he can still do the indies and everything. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, and I should say, and Nick Wayne accepted it. Uh, so that's there we go. AEW has offered a contract to Nick Wayne. Uh, like I said, third generation wrestler. Thoughts on that signing? Sign a lot of people this week. Um, this is clearly a more future signing, which yeah, you know, I don't think we're gonna see Nick Wayne on Dynamite or Rampage for a while. I don't think they're going to put a 16-year-old on their TV show necessarily. Um, I think I, I'm wondering if it's more of a not developmental deal because they don't have that, but if it's more like a future type deal in terms of hey, we'll put you on some dark shows, dark elevation. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll you have get, you work get more at, reps, get the training. Yeah, well, you know, you come into uh, maybe Nightmare Factory. You know, do some training with our team because i know hook and like other people train there um and you know you could keep doing indies because duh uh you you gotta go get your yeah you gotta go get your dollar and keep working keep getting better uh i'm thinking that's what more of this deal is with the future being more uh, i don't think he needs to be on a dynamite next week unless like you want him to get crushed by like Wardlow or something? <laughs> yeah, I think he's easy. He's easy. This is easily futures prospect sort of uh, contract. Yeah. You know, it's sort of Which what they used to sign. What I mean, what they signed this week earlier with uh, AQA, yeah. I think, is the same sort of boat. Uh, a future yep. signing contract. You know, uh, you can make an argument. She's on Dynamite, though. You, yes, it's true. Uh, but I don't think she's going to be on Dynamite for a while. Uh, I think she's probably no, she'll be back. Be, she'll all be on Dark. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you can make an argument that like Garcia and Moriarty—they're they're sooner than future stuff, but they're definitely future stuff. I also wonder, you know, obviously Daniels and everything—you know—he's the talent representative uh, of AEW and all that jazz. Um, yeah. But I wonder, there's to here. Okay, this is. I'm gonna, can I put my conspiracy cap on for a quick second? Make sure you put it on. I haven't. You gotta. Do I have a? Do I have a physical prop bit? That's uh, tough. 
That's tough. You could have just acted like it was an invincible cap. All right. So here, here we go. Invisible cap on. Um, so I want this. So to me, there's the Janela of it all. Janela and Nick Wayne are the people that had a great match on Defy a couple months ago. Uh, Janela is somebody that, you know, vows like, hey, I'm going to take care of you. You know, already saying like, hey, we couldn't get you into this, the GCW Hammerstein show. I'm going to get you a match on spring break. It's, you know, he's saying that I, you know, he feels, you know, he's very outspoken about how much their relationship means to him. Um, I wonder how much Janela put in the name for Nick Wayne. And also... Uh, I'm slightly nervous for Jilla because his contract's coming up. I wonder if it's going to get renewed. They could be like a tag team sort of thing. Uh, or, or maybe just Janela's like, hey, give this kid a contract. You know, you don't have to give it to me. Give it to Nick Wayne. Uh, you know, you could do like a loser, loser leaves town thing and give Nick Wayne a huge win over Joey Janela or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, you know, these are just things I'm thinking about, like, if I was like booking it, I would maybe do that. And I think Janela would be okay about that too. No, oh, that's just my conspiracy cap. Who knows? I like, I like, I like to put the conspiracy cap on every once in a while. Uh, fair enough. I mean, they, they have so much talent now and they're not done. We know this. They're yeah, not the, going to be done. The other reason I'm worried about Janela not being renewed is just they're signing more people. <laughs> It's just like, oh no, that means more people are probably gonna cut. We're not cut. I've had this discussion with people and I've not renewed. I've said I don't know why they re-signed Janela because you know he doesn't touch Dynamite Rampage, but but he is a very good scout for the indies. He's very good. That's you just said it. You pretty much just said it. That's probably part of the reason Nick Wayne's here, right? It's probably part of the reason he has a contract with them is because Joey Janela probably said, Hey, this guy's really good and he can yeah. be a future star. And that's a good trait to have for Joey Janela while he can still go and do GCW spring break and whatever he wants, you know? So, I mean, when it comes to Joey Janela, they could sign him back. They don't have to, doesn't really matter. Um, good for Nick Wayne. Uh, definitely, definitely one of those names to watch moving forward in AEW. And I agree with Topsy again on Twitch. Nella should focus on GCW and maybe work on an event by event basis for AEW. Yeah, I, I think yeah. help. I think GCW is a promotion that can definitely need the more help um, mm-hmm. in terms of that. And also, yeah, I'm intrigued to see how much of this sort of event by event basis thing that AEW could do. You know, they say that like, oh, they still might pick up people for like show by show. But I wonder, like, you know, are they going to bring in Leo Rush for like a spot here and there? You know, are they going to bring in Janellis for a spot here and there? You know, right? Why not just sign the guy at a certain point? You know, you know, these, these, I'm I'm very intrigued to see if they will do that at all, or uh, and if so, how would that work out? You, you can't sign everybody, and I think a lot of contracts are about to expire. I think we know that. Um, it'll be interesting to see who does get renewed. Yes. We know Marco Stunt, you know, one of the clear probabilities is not getting renewed, seeing he has not been seen with Jurassic Express in freaking forever. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to speculate on anyone else. I think that's unfair, except for, you know, Brian Cage. Uh, but, uh, 
Anyways, anyways, moving over to across the pond. Uh, and well, uh, well, we're on the well, 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 we're not on the, we're on the east coast. Remember, we moved to the west coast for Defy, so then we're going to go across that pond okay. to land in Japan over in Noah, where it was announced That's earliest week. Not a pond. <laughs> no, it is. If you're if you're a celestial, then it's a pond. Maybe it's actually more of a puddle if you're a celestial because they're ginormous. Um, Keji Muto and Noah uh, earlier this week announced that I guess part of Keji Muto and also Marafuji announced that they're vacating the tag team titles uh, due to Keji Muto getting a hip injury. Um, Happens when you're 60 years old. I was about to say, <laughs> what is he, 62, I think? No, he's younger than that. Oh, he's, no. I think he's 59. I'm gonna look this About up. I'm gonna look this up uh, real quick. Oh, Muto! Oh, Muto! Fifty-nine, uh, fifty-nine years old. Where do we? What do I say? Uh, very sad. You know, you don't want to see. You, you never want to see old people get hurt. It's always a sad. You don't want to see anyone get hurt. But here's the thing with Muto. Uh, assuming the hip injury is legit and he doesn't just you know not want to lose well <laughs> which, is possible, <laughs> which is very possible uh, Tanahashi kind of blew him up by the way in um, his uh, aces hide thing or whatever it's called that he does on he oh, said the, like you know podcast now, yeah, no uh, Ta- Tanahashi does like a column on New Japan World oh. and they translate every week and he said like yeah when I wrestle people I want to bring them up Muto doesn't do that, <laughs> which is true. And um, my whole thing is you never want to see anyone get hurt. And we got we to gotta be honest with ourselves. This man's, you know, he's 59 years old. He doesn't have a many more matches in him. So I am going to say I hope he's able to retire in his own way. You know, because hip... <laughs> Hip's not great. Hip's not a, a assuming it's legit, which you know I'm assuming it is because why would I not? Yeah. I hope it. Uh, hope it allows him to you know retire his way. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, the other problem is though he is a pro wrestler and he's gonna try to get back into that ring and it's just like and it's the thing of like Muto was. Muto Maybe. is wrestling the way he was at 59, which was slow and 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 not yelling other people beat him. Doesn't have knees. Doesn't have knees. And now he won't have knees nor a hip. He's still not going to put over the young talent. And it's like, you. I really hope they don't bring him back in after this. You know? He was probably going to be the GHC national champion next to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's the... Uh... It it sucks, uh, yeah, like you said. It sucks. You yeah. never want any. You know, as a human being, we don't never want anyone to be injured. We don't ever want anyone going through tough times or anything. At the same breath, he is this fifty nine year old uh, uh, pro wrestler with no knees. He was gonna, you know, something like this he doesn't was like likely. To lose. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> something like this was likely. He's fifty. He's practically sixty. Of course, this was super likely. Um, I want to say. I want to say. I also like how they're like vacating the title and not like I don't know having to do like Mar- Marafuji and like Tanaka or something. They're not like making it like some sort of freebird. Rule. Yeah, like a good team. Yeah, yeah just give it to like somebody else. Marafuji's uh, just sitting there like, "Yep, I'm giving it up too. I don't feel like it." <laughs> uh, they're um, the funny thing is that both of their tag titles are now vacant. 
Yeah. Their junior tag titles are also vacant. So yeah. they got a lot of work to do. Um has <laughs> gotta Sawa's gotta put some work in to figure out how he's uh how he's yeah, figuring mean, this they out. They have plenty of talent to win tag titles if they want that are not busy. So that is true. I yeah, there it's um I mean we talked about this like earlier, is that Noah now more than ever, Noah feels like the it feels like the right time to start watching Noah. Now more. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna assume you don't you're not just saying that because there's no more Keiji Muto. <laughs> Anyways, let's get on to the rest of the show. Uh I want to talk about uh this AEW dynamite. We don't talk about dynamite that often, but when we no. do, it's typically because it's a great ass show. And boy howdy Scotty. Or- or bad, but it's or never been true. bad that we've had to talk about it. That's true. Um, but boy, this was a great show, in my opinion. I thought the show was phenomenal. I thought this was like the best show in a long time for AEW. Top three Dynamite of all time. I was going to say, it, for me, it's probably in my top. I think it's in top five all time. I mean, there of what I can think of, I would put like the Atlanta show up there. The first Atlanta, the Steel Cage one. Sounds a little selfish. I was there live. Um, I don't bi- know if biased? anyone else. I don't know if anyone else actually puts that in the top. Oh, three. I, think, I think that was a great show. I think that was a great show. Um, it was pretty good. Will Washington. Uh, would, I only uh, remember here. one thing that happened on it, which but, is yeah, the Cody Rhodes Wardlow thing. You know what else was on that show? No. Uh, Lucha Brothers versus Page and Omega. I have. No, no recollection memory, no memory. of that match. I think that was a uh, Meltzer gave that five stars. Maybe I don't remember. That's not true. I gave it four to three quarters. I think. Um. Anyway. Anyways, who cares about that? I want to talk about this show because this dynamite was phenomenal. I thought sounded like a good show. It was a phenomenal dynamite. There were surprises. There was excitement throughout the crowd in Atlantic City. Was phenomenal. Uh, really getting on that GCW train, going to Atlantic City and getting a great crowd. The matches themselves, not every match was like great. I thought um, they had two really good matches. But they had two outstanding matches that were yeah. that were and and some of the matches themselves were just like debuts, so it was interesting at the very yeah, least. Yeah, the squash, which are always nice. I think squashes uh make the world go around. Yeah. But I think this is great. <laughs> I think this is a great show. I want to talk about this show so much. So we open MJF bit, right? We open with the MJF entrance, the celebration. This and this intro of the show, Scotty, top down to me was perfect. You get the Wardlow uh, entrance. You yeah. get the Wardlow entrance with not even an entrance. Well, yeah, not even an entrance. Just stumbling out with with props and putting in the ring. So it's just more shows like, oh, this is just a guy in MJF's eyes, I guess. Then you get the rest of the entrances. Then MJF, in the f- perfect 180 to Wardlow's entrance, comes out on the old school, like, Roman Emperor bit. He gets the ring, gets a peck on a cheek from this one person, from Gabby Ortiz, and then makes out with his shoot girlfriend in the, in the ring, uh, which is just phenomenal, hilarious. And then we do the whole bit. Promo's going on. Punk comes out. He's so heated that he doesn't even have a microphone. Shivani gives him one. We get exchanges. Sting and Darby come out with bats. Uh, we do more exchanges. Everything about this was perfect to me. 
Everything about this was perfect. Yeah. It was the best punk MJF segment for me since the first one. Like the first exchange of promos. Yeah. Uh, one. I thought I thought it I thought it kicked off the show in a hot way. It helped that the crowd was hot. Um, it helps that MJF is, you know, every, the moment you hear his music hit, yeah. it's just a rain of booze throughout the arena, uh, which you know tells you he's doing a great job. Uh, yeah, this was um, it's a great segment. This was a great segment. Kicked off the night big way, of course. We get the tag match from this mm-hmm. between CM Punk, John Moxley, and FTR. I thought I thought the reveal of John Moxley was great being his tag partner because, well, I mean, the idea that Mox just wants to wrestle, like that's the plan they're going with, is like he just wants to wrestle. Uh, that's what Danielson said on Rampage. Yeah, it's very it's very intriguing, and uh, yeah, this was this was great. I I, I can't. Can't say enough good things yeah. about the pinnacle CM Punk stuff the, throughout the entire night. Well, yeah, well, let's talk about that match. That match itself, CM Punk versus Mystery, or CM Punk and Mystery Guy, that happened to be John Moxley versus FTR. Very. They gave you the idea, but they gave you the tease of, oh my gosh, so is, is Samoa Joe going to show up? <laughs> they gave you that idea, and I was like, you know, I know it's not going to happen because they've already done, you know, two huge things tonight. You don't need to, you don't want to, from a comment I said earlier, you don't want to, you know, blow your load all at once. <laughs> uh, you don't though. You want to save your surprises. You want to. I, I don't like, I don't like save your surprises after. No, no. You just got, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Just. <sighs> I didn't. Okay, I'll save you. I save you. I can already start the show again. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to use all your surprise signings. You don't. You want to keep your surprises up your sleeves. You know. You don't want to use everything at once. You don't want to. That that's something Tony Khan's done really good. He keeps matches up his sleeves. He keeps these surprises up his sleeves. He doesn't want to use it all at once. But when he uses it like he did this night, it was special. Oh yeah. You know, there was there is so many possibilities of who that could be. Uh, I loved it. Uh, the match itself, I think I, I don't like the match as much, uh, but I think that's mostly because I'm not as uh, admittedly uh, good on old wrestling that I because it's this was such an old school Southern tag wrestling match that oh, yeah. admittedly it's like, oh, I'm not like I'm not well versed enough to really be like, oh, this was great or anything. It was just sort of like, oh, I'm used to the modern style. Um, yeah. But I understand that it was it it felt great. It felt great. The crowd was into it, which is the most important thing of all. And obviously, people online loved it. So, yeah, yeah, and uh, be interesting if they do bring in Joe down the line. Um, and anyway, I think you know I've been saying this to people. You know, Samoa Joe. He's had injury problems. He's had many, actually, many injury problems. He's older, but, but, you know, get into the brain of Tony Khan. Put your Tony Khan cap on for a second. Oh, sorry. That's my, uh, sorry, I put on the wrong hat. I put on my. uh... Just, just think about it, right? Mm -hmm. You have a chance to have CM Punk, Samoa Joe, 
and Brian Danielson all on the same roster in 2022. It's it's almost something you – and you have a chance to run back CM Punk versus Samoa Joe one more time on your show instantly, no matter how good or bad the match is. That's going to sell tickets. That's going to get people watching. That is a match you go for. I, I don't, you know, and the beauty of Samoa Joe is he doesn't need to wrestle all the time. He's one of the best talkers in the business. If you were, if you had him partner with someone and he mostly talked and then he stepped in the ring once in a while, that's fine. But he's also, he's got the brain, he's got the mind for the business. I don't know how Samoa Joe is anything bad. You know, he's, there's nothing bad about bringing him in. And I think, I think that's ultimately going to happen. I do because, again, it's Samoa Joe. When you think of the past 20 years here in the United States and you think of the impact Samoa Joe's had. Do you think, so, he, do you think, do you think, what is the shot that it's AEW versus like Ring of Honor or Impact or anywhere else or just retiring? Well, I think we're definitely going to see Samoa Joe in the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. I think he's going to probably be in this first class. He should be in this first class. Uh, so far, the Briscoes and Danielson, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wouldn't be shocked if maybe that's his first appearance. You know, maybe he keeps it low-key a little bit. Um, my hope my hope is that, you know, he can retire his way, though. Like, I'll have that one. If, say if he wanted one more match, he, you know, CM Punk's a pretty good opponent to do that. Yeah. You're saying that you would you wouldn't mind having uh, one more last match and then Samoa Joe going out on top, getting in a Cadillac Cadillac of Keji Muto, and they both drive off into the sunset together. Well, Samoa Joe will put people over. So, yeah. Uh, the other things I liked about this show is that uh, you get Jay White. Well, there's two big things. I was going to say there's, there's two lot, big things. Well, there's things three that things were. really. You get Jay White showing up out of nowhere. I, this was my real pop. This is yeah. This was a big pop for me, but I'm also slightly concerned about it because it is just have him wrestle best friends. It is it does feel like we're getting into like Jay White versus Orange Cassidy, maybe, but also it just feels like we're going to like trios matches with Jay White. It feels like someone that is as important to New Japan, seemingly. It just feels sort of like, all right, you showed up there. Then you showed up at Rampage. All right. I would have expected maybe like a challenger for a world title match. That's the sort of level I view him as. And here we are as sort of a, uh, uh, hey, do you want to come in and help me out from Adam Cole sort of thing? So I'm just sort of like, so I don't know. He's, I, don't feel like he, I don't feel like he's getting the reverence, I guess. Hear me out here. Hear me out here. I think... I mean, he's no Yuji Nagata, but if Kenny Omega was ready to come back a revolution, mm-hmm. that would be a match you'd make. Would be Jay and Kenny, but Kenny's not ready. He's not ready. We have to, we have to accept that Kenny. You know, uh, someone posted a clip from one of the Okada matches where he uh, got flung by Okada over the top rope and went through one of the tables on the outside. I was like, <laughs> I wonder why this man just you know is broken into every single bit. Uh, but the thing with Jay White, right, he felt like the massive star he is in these two segments we saw this week, I thought. He felt that big. He felt important. And then I think that's why it's fair to have the 
the uh, you're kind of scared that he's not going to get used to that full ability. And the problem with what, and I, you know, Jay White can do what he wants. Yeah, I, I, I can respect him not wanting to go to Japan right now. Mm-hmm. The thing with Jay White is he doesn't have, you know, he hasn't been hot. He hasn't been in title matches. He's just kind of, you know, been around. You know, he's been on strong once in a while. Um, he's on impact right now. He's probably going to, you know, win whatever he's doing. I think he's fighting Eric Young. He'll, he'll win that. But there's no reason to, you know, just put him into, I don't know, a match with Hangman Page for the AEW World title right off the bat. He just doesn't have. And you don't want to do that because you have your own talent. Yeah. But, but the thing with Jay White is he is here to enhance the elite story. That's why he's here. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you have him come around, you know, maybe for a month or so, month, month and a half, whatever. Goes away for a little bit, goes back and doing his own thing. And then once Kenny's back, you pull him back in. And that's where the problems start to go, uh, you know, because you're going to have the Adam Cole Kenny thing, which is going to, you know, play off each other. But I think you can get a match with Jay White. And, you know, you play into the whole Jay White Bullet Club part. You know, they were talking about that on TV. Oh, if you're Bullet Club once, you're Bullet Club for life. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that the Young Bucks and Kenny have been very like, hey, we don't. No, we don't. You know, there was an actual falling out there, it sounds like, between at least them and G.O.D. for the most part, because ugh, I don't know how many people are left in uh, Bullet Club. And I don't think Bad Luck Folly probably gave a shit. <laughs> but, you know, there's that. There's that. So, yeah, got trios matches if you want them down the line between Jay White, G.O.D., and the Elite. You got a lot of story, but I'm with you. I don't want it to just be Jay White versus the best friends. That's... No, I don't want that. The reason I'm mostly concerned about it is just like, imagine if this is how we debuted Will Ospreay on AEW. And that's like, and Will Ospreay is probably the most apt wrestler. I'm not going to say Okada because Okada is way higher than White. But imagine like if we debuted Will Ospreay in the same fashion. Mm -hmm. I'm just sort of like, all right. I feel like he should be doing something a little bit bigger. Oh, why so? Because Will Ospreay's hotter currently? Will Ospreay's hotter. Will Ospreay was just in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, it's, it's you know, Jay White. <laughs> Jay White was in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom and then pretty much didn't do anything for the next year. He was, he was in the main event for, yeah, a year ago and, <laughs> and didn't do nothing. And, and it, you know, it's whatever, but he legitimately hasn't done anything for a year. So it's yeah. definitely different, but I know where your mindset is because they're the same level in terms of like importance in term and especially in New Japan, you know, the top two um, Gaijin talents, they are both very good. But like, I think if you bring an Osprey, he's probably, you know, doing more because he's the hotter commodity right now i'm actually probably more of a jay white guy truthfully but but i'm hopeful that i'm just happy listen listen i'm just happy to see jay white man you know like 
<laughs> we just said it. You know, he's been he hasn't been around. He hasn't been wrestling much. He wrestled once every month yeah. on Strong, maybe. So I'm I'm happy he's just around. Uh Topsy on Twitter on Twitch said, uh, which again, I uh, appreciate Topsy uh, for keeping us and being involved in the chat here. Uh, obviously, we stream these shows. If you listen to the podcast version, we stream the show live every single Sunday on twitch.tv slash countout. We can be part of the show at very least by uh, chiming in the chat. And I'll shout shouts out some out. comments. Shouts out to the, shouts out uh, 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 RPRs in the chat. Um, <laughs> um, you know, so uh, I appreciate uh, I, anyone that comments. So again, appreciate it, Topsy. Uh, but Topsy said that uh, they do think it's hard to book NJPW talent because not only the pandemic, they can change any moment. So it's probably not safe to do long-term booking, which is probably partly true. Yeah. I mean, there's the yeah. aspect of like, you know, you text me something saying that uh, Japan is considering opening to foreign talent. But then there's also the aspect of like, well, what if they close again? Are they trapped? I have no idea. Probably not. I imagine if they're no. foreign people, they let them go. Um, maybe. But I don't the know. summer. The but, summer should mean better. You know? Like, yes. If the G1 Climax is happening this summer, and I, maybe that's why they ever, maybe they probably announced it. It is. Yeah. It is, by the way. If, it, if it's happening this It'll summer, you know, there is a good chance we may get an AD, AEW person or maybe Jay White in the summer because if it's anything like last summer, uh, there are more people who are vaccinated and it's probably going to be even, you know, safer. Quote yeah, unquote. it all it almost feel... I don't know if you felt this way, but at times it felt like it was gone. It yeah. was never gone. COVID was never gone. But we got to a point where people are saying, you know, during COVID... Like that—that's how much you know. That's how comfortable it felt. Yeah. In certain ways, so you know that—that's the hope there. Yeah. And, we're uh, always gonna have the thing of of going back and forth. The winters are gonna be rough, and then with summers, you know, everything's it's called. Yeah, it's which like is, the flu. Yeah, that's just exactly. It's like what the flu is. It's that's what's gonna become. We should uh, change our verbiage, by the way. Of like, it shouldn't be called a vaccine. It's basically exactly like the flu shot. It's a flu shot. That's we're gonna keep getting yeah, that every year. By the way, we're gonna keep getting a booster like every year or every six months. Yeah, which is fine too. Uh, the one thing I wanted to say about that was, sure sounds like uh, we'll at least have Osprey in there. So. Yeah, which would be nice. Um, another debut we got on this show. Face of the Revolution qualifying match. And boy, howdy, did I call the exact spot here. Uh, you bring in Isaiah Cassidy to do the bumps for one uh, limitless one, Keith Lee, making his AEW debut here. <sighs> you know, it's crazy how easy it is to be for right. someone like Keith Lee to be a star. And hear me out here. All you got to do is let him be Keith Lee. That's all you got to do. And it just proves that, well, proves that WWE is, you know, shockingly wrong as always, but I'm just so happy for this dude. I'm just so happy for him. Me too. You know, he went through a shit, shit ton. In 2021, he lost a year of his career. That's what he did. He lost a year of his career for, you know, not all of WWE's fault. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. He had health problems. Long, you know, he uh, had long COVID. family problems. Yeah. And yeah. which he talked about um, on Twitter this week. And 
it's just so nice to see him back in a ring doing the basking his glory thing with ah, like everything felt so amazing and like i think we all knew this was gonna happen i know there was you know rumors running rampant but the moment the moment that tony khan said i was like it's keith lee it has to be keith lee there's no one else that i feel like fits this as much as keith lee you know people were saying jay white and i was like that that no first of all they said he was signing jay white is not signing it was the whole forbidden door thing that was yeah that which was he familiar. real which tony khan then tweeted like yeah i, I fucked that up not gonna lie to you. <laughs> i was like I, got, I had to go get jay white uh <laughs> which, that's the other thing about the g going back to jay white real quick that it's just like jay white was sort of a ah shit let me fix this real quick let me call yeah. up jay white which is a fair you know problem to have but you could you know you could have did that months ago clearly yeah. if jay white was that willing to just show up uh great point keith lee. great point keith, keith lee uh i'm so happy great man guy. tosses isaiah cassie across the world uncle phil <laughs> beal though was it uncle yeah. phil bill yeah they ch- he changed it it was the bradley beal which uh is a basketball player and then they were, everyone was talking about how it was very reminiscent of the uh, Fresh Prince episode. And he was like, okay, we're going to change it. And uh, like, I think right, his theme right, song is great. down, everybody. All right. This is the most important part. Everyone was freaking out about the theme song. Uh, he's going to have one with his lyrics. Um, Mikey Ruckus was like, listen, wasn't going to make him come in, you know, on his wedding day to do this. So sorry guys i thought they did pretty good for the theme song and you know once they get a keith lee verse in there it'll all feel right but this feels right no more stupid bear cat no more stupid shirt that's useless just let him be keith lee and uh i'd have him win the tnt title uh we also had the debut of aqa which uh i didn't think she was going to get signed but obviously it was revealed a little bit later that she she got signed another young prospect talent um i, I didn't really like this match i didn't much, I, okay, but, so. but but i don't think it was entirely on aqa she did uh i think it was jade maybe mostly um but yeah i don't think it was that bad i saw some people freak out about it now, I think they gave her some shine. She got to do, do the uh, shooting star press or mm-hmm. shooting star press. Yeah. 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 Star. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know, main point uh, gave you that little of like, oh my God, is Jade going to lose? Which we now all knew she wasn't going to, but mm-hmm. gave her a little shine and uh, it's a good long term sign. Another future type deal. Yeah. You bring in AQA so you can bring in Tony Storm to get her win back. <laughs> Uh, I'm interested to see. I was talking to someone about this. Well, someone brought it up, and I was interested. Jason Robinson's a free agent. Tony Storm's a free agent. Not a bad package deal for anyone. Jason Robinson's very good. Very good on the mic. I think I think Jason Robinson would thrive in an AEW setting because he could cut more promos. You know, New Japan's not very promo based mm-hmm. but one of my favorite things was from his g1s was his post-match promos yeah so i think that would be a good combo i mean tony storm's the bigger star in terms of aw like she would be a you know she'd probably be a woman's champion and whatnot but Juice robinson's a good name he has a good relationship with a lot of guys on the roster it would be a great promo off 
Josh Robinson and Eddie Kingston. Well, I mean, sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> Woo! I'm going to need a cigarette after that suggestion. <sighs> Man, I miss Eddie so much. <laughs> I hate that he's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably come back next week or the week after. Yeah. Five uh I, I assume he'll be back by revolution. I assume the match the well, plan is fighting Jericho. Yeah, so. I assume that's the plan. And of if course he loses, I'm riding. That's fair. Uh and of course your main event as well, AEW World Title huh. match and your Texas death match, Adam Page defeating Lance Archer. I think I thought this match was great. I saw people sort I of dunking did. on this online. Yeah, sure. The story, the buildup of this match, not that great. It was kind of standard, boring affair. But I think this match paid it off completely. I thought this match overexceeded what I thought it was going to be. It was super bloody, super mm-hmm. uh, just the spots that they're willing to do. Both of these guys, mainly Adam Page, to go through to uh, uh, to put on a great performance. That the I mean the finish with the table spot there, uh, the 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 lariat, the buckshot oh. lariat over the referee. Uh, we gotta talk about the spot though. The spot? Are you talking about the the everybody dies onto the side of the steel steps? They call it the blackout now, but yes. Oh yeah, everybody's everybody dies. Is that the claw? That was the claw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when oh, okay. When I watched this. I watched it. I was. I put it on. I was like, oh, they, you know, he's gonna do the usual slide off. But, uh, and then he just went over, and I was like. Oh my god! He bounced. <laughs> he bounced he off onto the steel steps. That was a great spot. Uh, god bless Hangman. This match was great. Hangman Page. You know, if you want to go strictly work based, probably already the best AEW World Champion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. If I if you took like the averages, probably of every title defense or title match itself, he's just steamrolling everybody. Yeah. I saw someone on Reddit, and I think it's still maybe too early to call, but I saw someone on Reddit talking about how this fell feels very reminiscent of Okada's first title reign. All right, chill out. <laughs> All right, let's talk about back up, back up, back up. I was about to say, what do you think about that? And I think no. I have the answer. <laughs> no. Not, you know? no. Well, his first reign wasn't, if I remember my history correctly, his first reign wasn't the like 13. Oh, okay, title okay, okay. He had okay. it for a little bit. Okay. I didn't I didn't really pay attention the first. I just assumed it was his best. Um, okay, nope. I guess that's fair. I, I assumed they meant the 700 plus day reign. I was like, no, not a shot. But his no, first. The 700 day reign, reign was his fourth reign. Third reign. Fourth reign? Fourth reign. He had his third four times. His first reign was uh, February. No, that was his third reign. According to cage matches, his fourth. Okay, okay. Here we go. Let's let's break it down. Ready? Let's look into nope. this. Okay. I'm now on cage match. We're doing this together. Uh, I, you don't have to do it together. Here we go. Oh, yeah, it was his fourth reign. So Tanahashi. No, he had the title five times. Don't lie to me. I, I'm not lying. You said he's had it four. You said he had it four. I said the 700th day was his fourth reign. Oh, I thought you said he had okay, it Okay, here we times. go. So Tanahashi has it, 404 days, the really long reign. Okada wins it after, you know, post the Wrestle Kingdom, the weird guy like, hey, what's this guy doing? Uh, Okada wins it, that first reign. He wins it off of Tanahashi. His next match is Naito. 
which was a great match. His next match was Goto. Then he loses it to Tanahashi. Uh, Tanahashi has it again. Okada wins it for a second reign. Then Styles wins it. Then Tanahashi again. Then Styles. Then Okada wins it again in 2015. Uh, loses it to Naito for like the, the cup of coffee t- two-month title reign. Okada oh, wins exciting. it again uh, in June of 2016 at Dominion, I believe, and then loses it two years later for 720 days total to Kenny uh, Omega. Uh, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Go I'm sorry. God. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Co- interesting comparison. So I guess we got to wait. But the problem about that also is that based on that logic, one would think Adam Cole could win it at Revolution. I don't think Adam Cole's winning it. <laughs> I don't think so either. But I also think Adam Cole, if they wanted to, they could. He's been well protected. They totally oh, could I do it. Be shocked, but I don't think he's. I don't. I think Hamian's got till double or nothing. Yeah, I just. I think MGF is too bad. Too much better as a the next challenge, next person. The problem yeah, it just feels like the, the match you got to do. The problem with the size of the AEW roster and how often they do their world title, title change. changes, yeah, I have no. Like it's like Adam Cole's gotta win the world title at some point, right? CM Punk, Danielson, maybe. I don't think CM Punk. I don't will. think CM Punk, but Danielson, maybe. He should, but will he? Will he? Will someone win it a second time? You know, like these these sort of things. I think. I think Kenny will. The re- reason I think Adam Cole is a good pick just to win it, and maybe Paige can win it back from him, is. Having Paige have some sort of that that cup of coffee thing, like the Okada thing, and then just winning it right back later. Uh yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. But maybe it's so but weird. it's it's so weird. It's still so very much, early. They have so much talent, but at the same time, Tony Khan has a long term plan. So it's hard to figure out because give a long term plan for the world title. Yeah. Nothing else. Uh as we saw with the TNT title switching like 17 times. Well, they've had a lot of. There's been a lot women's of women's title too. I'll give him there. credit. He has the plans. He just doesn't always get there the smoothest. Yeah. Britt Baker's reign, Hikaru Shida's reign. Um, you know, neither have been smooth necessarily. The current but, nonsense of the TNT title, but that's also due to like you know COVID. I don't. Well, stuff. to be fair, I have no idea what the direction is with that. Uh, it doesn't help that the current champion is just not working, but. That's a conversation for another day. We can move on. All right. Well, I thought this show was phenomenal. I thought top down. I thought this was another great title match. I on a scale of one to AJ Styles, how good was it? On a one to phenomenal. But you said phenomenal, so <laughs> uh, I think pretty phenomenal. I'm trying to look up what I rated it, and I think I went super high. Oh yeah, I get the uh, show. You rate shows? No, I rated the match. I rated this match four and a oh. half stars. I thought it was phenomenal. Oh, I gave it four quarter. Mm. It was great, though. It was great. Though. It was really good. I, I'm, I, I'm still in the mindset of not like super excited about like, oh man, yeah, Adam Page is a phenomenal, you know, outstanding, great wrestler, stupendous. I'm trying to think. I'm up with more uh, WrestleMania terms. Uh, stupendous oh, yeah, uh, wrestler. Oh yes, but he is because he's had like. <laughs> Every match he's had in this reign, besides, I think, the the first win, I didn't really like the Omega match too much. 
Um, that was about the moment. Yeah, it was about more about the moment. And Omega was broken. Omega was broken. Um, still a good match. Still a very good match. But he's every every title defense has been great. Every match he's had since then has been oh, four stars or more. I think. Well, well, well. I think I have to Ryan. look. Ryan, except that first Danielson match. I believe I liked that match. Uh, everyone liked that match except for you. So it's okay. Uh, we got to remember Danielson twice. That helps. Yeah. The second one is Lance you- Archer one. The Lance Archer one's the yeah. proving point. I thought. Yeah. Cause Lance Archer hadn't looked uh, great since coming back in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was, I was definitely worried going into it, but they hit, they hit a home run. Probably Lance's best match of his career. It helps with the gimmicks and everything, but he has some good death match, uh, some good Texas death matches. Yeah, like he's okay. one with Moxley too, a lot from uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's move forward. Let's not only move forward, Scotty, but what happens if we step forward with Noah? <sighs> you know, this has been a weird episode. <laughs> I yeah. said some over the top comments. There's, there's a there's feverish there's feverish feverish energy in this show. I guess so. I mean, the shame, right? The shame is that. It's also we have a lot of topics to talk about, so I'm really we don't have to push a it. lot in the future. What do you mean? Like this coming week is kind of quiet in terms of yeah. Wrestling. I, I mean, next week we're gonna review. Uh, we'll probably talk about Terminus since they'll have their second show, I think. No, no, no. It, we would preview their sh- Terminus show. We would, could review <sighs> Impact No Surrender. If it, it, by the way, if it's a dud, we're not previewing them anymore. That's fair. That's fair. If it's another, if it's another, oh man, that was not as good. Then you know maybe we'll reconsider. But I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Anyway, so let's step forward. And I, really, what I want to talk about with all this stuff is I'm obviously go. Yeah, I just want to talk about Goshizaki. So we thought, so he's like, was that your Goshizaki chop? Is that what you just did? I can watch that man chop people for hours. So Pretty much did this week. <laughs> that's true. So every match, really good. My favorite of the four was the Kano match. I don't know where you are. I like Sagiro. Segura match was very good. I really like I really like the Kano match, but I also realized it's because was different. I'm, a, I'm a Kano stan, as it were. Kano, the, uh, that one was different because they really played to the fact that Shiozaki had three matches in a row. Mm-hmm. I thought like he wasn't, you know, he wasn't chopping as much. Mm-hmm. He was kind of, you know, fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> but he I was mean, gassed. He was gassed. He had. So the start of all this, if I recall correctly, was Goshiyazaki saying, hey, uh, you know, I was the GHC champion, double shore surgery, came back. You know, I want to get back to the top. I think I'm ready. He goes out here and says, hey, you know what? I'm going to face these four dudes. These four. Well, you have to remember. Mm-hmm. He lost to Nakajima at the beginning of the year. Yep. Then a few days later, he lost to Kaito Kiyomiya in a singles match. It's also true. So... After these four, he's really, that's pretty much the top down. <laughs> he, he's really on a six-match losing streak. Uh, yeah, of importance. Of important people. Uh, yeah, so he then says, like, you know, I'm going to face these four guys. If I can beat them all, you know, I think I can maybe deserve something. He loses yeah. the first match, and you and I are like, 
All right. And oh. we're still doing the matches? <laughs> all right. Okay. He loses all four of them. I like the story, though. I like the story a lot. I love it a lot. So what... What? Give me your thoughts on it. Give me your thoughts on this whole Goshiyazaki. Where do you think Goshiyazaki is in his career right now? I guess. Uh, I mean, where is he? He is wrestling. He's been wrestling at incredible rate for a very long time. But you know, seeing he had the surgery and whatnot, I think he is hitting on all cylinders again. You know, he's in. That's a great thing because. Goshiozaki is one of the best in the world. And where does he go? Where does he go after six major losses now? Six major singles losses. Does he start to embrace a new side of himself? You know, there's always the maybe not, no, not character change as much, but does he get a little more desperate? Does he, you know, because he wrestles very traditionally. His whole thing is, I am Noah. But you get to a point where you can't win. Got to change something up. And I think that's where we're going. I think he's going to start to change something up. And I think this is only the beginning of a story where he does become champion again. Now, I don't think you want to turn him heel or, you know, whatever. You don't want to change too much of who ghost Shiozaki is but the story at hand is that he's got to change something up he's got to do something different he can't beat anyone yeah you know and it all started no it's actually seven straight singles losses he lost the title to Keiji Muto he hasn't been the same since it all, it all goes since. back to Keiji Muto it fucking does he hasn't been the same since. He can't get a big win. Yeah. So you build to that. You build to that first big win and then the next big win. He's going to have to change something up, and maybe he goes back to his older – I don't think you know. I don't think he should leave the Masawa-inspired stuff just because I love that. Mm-hmm. But he maybe he goes a little more back to his older – version of himself you know trying to find the pre ghc heavyweight title uh this past rate it's very intriguing because you know trying to predict a storyline in uh japanese promotions is always so much more difficult than sure. say AEW, because AEW is like you know you're gonna get the promos you get all this uh, this is, this is very in-ring based, so you never really know for sure. And you definitely don't know after you watch a guy lose four times in a week to the top talents in Noah. Yeah, I feel like if we're not getting some sort of like vast character change, which I don't necessarily right. think is a good idea. No, I don't either. I think Noah needs some uh, stableness uh, for a little bit, just a little bit longer. I think keeping go is like that. I think, if anything, this is two things. One, uh, elevating talent. You know, Mayor Fuji didn't need to be elevated, per se. All these guys didn't really necessarily be elevated, per se. But beating Go Shiyazaki still means something, even after four, six, seven losses. It means something every time. Yeah. 
Um, so giving them their victories are good, especially Kaito Kiyomiya, giving him that victory is good. Um, but I also feel like this is just a, like a, a lowering of Go Shiyazaki's ranks in the, yeah. in the title picture. I don't think, I think basically this is him being like, you know, this is the office being like, yeah, he's not in the world title picture right now, or maybe for a long time. I think he's not, I it's think if anything, Nakajima. it's, it's tag teams and national really, um, for a while. I just, I've been, I forgot this part. I think he could be a double champion. I think that's the direction they could be going. He he fo- he changes his focus to the national title because mm-hmm. you know he's he's not getting the world title anytime soon. Nope. And maybe that's how he starts to get his confidence back, starts to build back up. He focuses on the national, wins the national, and then whoever the hell the uh, GHC is at the time. Maybe challenges to them. You never know. You never know with Noah. But I like where you're going. I, I agree with you. Don't change who he is. No. I think we need we need to keep awesome him. We need to way. keep him like that. But I thought he was great. I'm very excited. I I I'm love I've been wa- loving watching Noah. Uh I love yeah. you know, I've you know, by say that I mean I watched these four matches and I didn't watch the rest of the cards. Except there was that well, one yeah. national title match that I watched. Yeah, I watched that too. Uh, which it was exactly what I expected. Mochizuki is actually really good. Yeah, uh, but all the other tag matches, I'm like, ah, whatever. Yoshizaki uh, is currently my wrestler of the year. Ooh, I don't know who my wrestler of the year is. I can even, I can easily. Yours check is probably that. Hangman Page. Uh yeah. Based on how it's determined, probably. Yeah. Uh, Just try, or Okada. Osprey. Osprey. Osprey, maybe? Osprey, maybe? Like, they're all pretty high for me, so. Mm. Um, <laughs> let's talk about... I, I just don't think I haven't liked... I haven't not liked a go match, singles match. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that I thought that Kano match was outstanding. Their chops, obviously, is outstanding. I think just Kano is great. I <laughs> just love yeah. everything about Kano. He's my... So he's, I mean, I have Nakajima and go over him, but he's he's right there. He's right there. Uh, Nakajima breaks people with kicks, so I can't not love him. I want to. That match is this week. I fell in love with Kano. Like, ironically, Goshiyazaki apparently is my is four on my list. Adam Page is one. Um, where's who are the other people who thought thought Okada? Yeah. Okada is three. Osprey was the other guy. Osprey's two. Hmm. I did, I did pretty good predicting that. No. Yeah, that's my that's my top four currently ranked based on the matches I've seen of them. Wrestling, wrestling, baby. Who's number eight? Oh, I thought Hiromu. Okay, I thought number eight said Tamatanga. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? That doesn't make any sense. Probably would have had to just uh, retire. Yeah, I'm blocked by him on Twitter. No idea why. By Tom and Tom. I've never said anything about Tom and Tom. Do you want to say something now? I actually like Tom and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's that bad. I think he's pretty good. Oh, man. He one time ran by me at a Ring of Honor show. He absolutely bumped into me. That was cool. Maybe that's what it was. You didn't apologize. Yeah, I mean, not. <sighs> uh, Mayu is six, apparently. Well, on my list. It's Mayu. Oh, I never asked you. How did you like that match? 
Which match? Her and Julia. Oh, it was really good. I really yeah. liked it. I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, Julia's great. Maya's, my, my, we all know about, but Julia's great. Uh, my this is, is correct. This is you won't you hear any complaints from me. <laughs> Which, by the way, DDM just kept getting bigger and bigger, aren't they? Yeah, they're a little bloated right now. <laughs> I like, it feels like we're entering, if we're not entering... Uh, they're splitting. If, yeah, they're if they're splitting. not splitting, <laughs> then I don't know what we're doing here, folks. Because <laughs> they just keep adding more and more people. I forgot who, someone commented, they're like, yeah, they need to add more people. I was like, what? <laughs> more? <laughs> they're like, no, they need to split 5v5. I was like, they don't need to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can, but they don't need to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it feels like we're heading to a split. Even though um, I think Hamek is leaving, so interesting. She's fucking done. She's fucking done. Uh, let's talk about Warrior Wrestling. Uh, they had a show last night. We were talking about the weirdest shit today. <laughs> That's what we're doing, baby. That's, what we're That's doing. the Ring Post Radio Wave, baby. Yeah, we're talking. We're trying to cover the. You know, the world of professional wrestling. So we're talking about stuff that intrigued us. This The world on professional wrestling? Yes, we're going to come after you, gringo, loco. Um, so yeah, we're, you know, this this match card looked very intriguing to us last week. Uh, we sort of did like a sudden preview of it. And every match on here looks great. Scotty, uh, I didn't watch every single match. I skipped like, I think, three of them just to make sure to watch like the main event stuff. I did not watch Sky Blue versus... Uh... Randa Alizé. Yeah, that was one of the ones that. I skipped. But otherwise, what do you think of the show? That was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Uh, you know, better than Terminus. So <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> uh, I thought Santana versus Mike Bailey was really he good. Keeps dogging on me, man. <laughs> that was probably my favorite match for the show. Probably. Oh, I haven't watched. I didn't watch Briscoe's versus uh, the Work Carson yet. Um, really like that. I thought Athena looked great by the end of her match. I thought she, you know, there was rest there, of course, because she hasn't rested since October. She had the Achilles injury that she had come back from. Didn't you? Know, she, she didn't rest a lot since coming back from it. Um, I thought she really got better and better as the match went on. Um, Thunder Rosa's, you know, all class. Love Thunder Rosa. Um, rest to a 30 minute draw, so you know. That bothers me sometimes. Yeah, you agree. Uh, no offense to them. I, didn't, I, you, I, so. I did not like the main event at all. Interesting. I, I did it, not like the first half. Again, I, <laughs> I skipped three matches, but I thought this was the worst match of the show. <laughs> the main wow. event. Wow. I, I, I did not think it was that bad. Why are we, um, why are we going to a 30-minute draw? Why well, are we doing a three? Here draw? is the Rossi Ogawa playbook. And on the playbook, it says 30 minute draw means no one has to lose. <laughs> sure, sure, right? That's that's a possibility. But I'm but sitting here thinking she has not wrestled since October. She's super rusty. Plus, she's got WWE stink on her. Why are we I don't want to see 30 minutes of that? I think she's I I like I like Ember Moon. I like Athena. I like Thunder Rose a lot. But there was there was messes up all over the place. I felt like the referee was messing up. Uh, the crowd, obviously, the fucking that one idiot in the crowd, um, or however many idiots I know, probably at least one. Um, 
You know, the referee felt like he botched a couple times with the counts. Um, confused the audience a bit. The audience looked confused sometimes during that stuff. I was just frustrated. I was like, why are we doing 30 minutes? If you're super rusty, if you're if you're as, as rusty as you are. It's a bold strategy. Yeah, I just do definitely 15 don't... and lose. I mean, I'm used to 30 minutes, so it doesn't affect me. Also, to be fair, uh, I did not know that they had time limits. I just completely, you know, I was skipping that's entrances. Fair. I was skipping I entrances to trying to get to the match, to try to catch up. I, I also didn't know yeah. they had uh, entrances. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely could have been better. I think by, but again, I I wanted to say I think by the end, Athena looked like the ember moon that i remember before the injury before getting called up to the main roster like mm-hmm. there was a lot of flashes in there um and you know shaking off rust maybe that's why they wanted the 30 minute match maybe she wanted to shake off the rust in one match <laughs> so that the next match is great i don't know i hope so um, i hope so but shouts out to uh santana and mike bailey that was my favorite match of the show dante martin and bandita did some crazy shit well let's let's get to them let's get to them so the semi-main was the ring of honor world tag team title match briscoe brothers work horsemen i did watch it uh it was exactly what you thought this match would be uh good good hard hitting <laughs> lots of chops jd drake and uh, i blink it was uh, uh like mark chops. mark were exchanging chops constantly uh Anthony, I like chops. yeah crowd was super into it uh, at the at the end of the match the crowd pumped up cheering um it was exactly what you're expecting exactly what you're expecting from these two guys just at phenomenal wrestling all around but that was that your match of the night no it wasn't actually <laughs> we'll get you, to it did we'll you pick the it. fatal four-way we'll get to it uh other match dante martin versus bandito did you, i did not see it did you I did. I did. I literally watched it while I was talking to you before the show. Uh, a lot of flying, a lot of, a lot of flying. I don't remember a single spot. Truthfully. Did, did, <laughs> you watched it, watched it an hour ago and you're already like, I don't remember it. Did you think uh, you made a comment when you were watching it, that you were sort of concerned because uh, you know, post COVID of course, you know, still trying to fix those things, but then also like, you know, post Ring of Honor, there's the aspect of all that stuff. Do you think Bandito stepped up into the spot? I think it was more about Dante Martin. That's Ooh, the whole thing. Interesting. I mean, he won. Yeah. Dante, Dante Martin won. So that was interesting enough. Uh, yeah, I made the comment to you that I don't think Bandito has been the same since COVID started. Mm-hmm. And he's had COVID. So, you yeah. Know. That could always he had it twice, I think. He had uh at the end of twenty twenty, and then we know he had the end twenty twenty one. So I don't know. I'm not gonna say that affected him in any way, but it could have. It definitely could have long term. Uh but I mostly said it because Bandito had a great uh best of the super juniors run mm-hmm. the uh in twenty nineteen, I believe. Twenty nineteen? Twenty nineteen. And I was watching some of it recently, and I was like, man, he's a different wrestler now. You know, he's not – and he's wrestling different guys. I I will admit, I watched one match. He was wrestling Will Ospreay. It's a little different. He's not wrestling Will Ospreay nowadays. Uh, but still, I, I he's had some good matches over the past year. I, I liked his match with Roosh when he won the Ring of Honor World title. Yep. 
There's another match in there that I liked a lot, but I don't remember exactly who he was facing from Ring of Honor. But um, he still got. Was that the Flamita or the Ray Oros match? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was On really TV. Good. It was like this yeah. really great TV match. It was like, holy crap. <laughs> with no with, with no fans in attendance? Yes, <laughs> that is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Classic ROH. Classic ROH. There's clearly still some Bandito like that I know of in there. I think he's someone that it depends on the show and opponent. Like, and we saw it in the uh, Lucha match at the World on GCW. He was good in that. He was great yep. in that. Yeah. You know, so it, I think it just depends on the stage. You know, you're not going to go all out and have this star match. You know, mm-hmm. I say star because I don't know how many stars you want to give it, but. You don't want to, you know, give this all-out match if it's, you know, in front of twelve people. Yeah, I also think that maybe he's just changing his style a little bit to be yeah, he's a little less grounded, less high flyer, more grounded. So I think, you know, that's that, that's part of it. But he's one of the best luchadors in the world. I know. Like may may probably top five for me. Has there been a Bandito versus Ray Phoenix match? Oh, that's a great question. Ray Phoenix, by the way, is number one, if you were wondering. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see if I can look into this whatsoever. As you talk about uh, the next match. People forget that Bandito was in the main event of All Out. All, all In. All, all in, in, actually. All In. He teamed with Ray Mysterio and Ray Phoenix against Kota Ibushi and the Young Bucks. And they lost time because of certain matches going too long and i'm still very upset about it i only remember one specific match going super long and it's you know of all the things that have issues around this guy you know not (laughs) not the worst thing i guess but i'll still never forgive him uh is the okada match versus that other guy yeah i know um uh based on what i can find and granted cage match sometimes when it's like um they have multiple names or they use different names. Sometimes it's hard to find stuff, but there sure. was a triple a TV taping in 2018 Phoenix versus Bandito versus Flamita. Get Flamita the hell out of there. <laughs> Come on. They're scared. Come on. scared, baby. Why is everyone scared? Do the match. But also Phoenix and triple a. That's still, no, that's not weird. That's not weird. I'm thinking of, Oh, I no, have I'm, a question. I'm, I'm thinking of band. no, who is in CMLL? Bandito is a little weirder, I guess. Bandito was in CMLL. That's, I think that's what's weird. I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Why can't Bandito just, like, wrestle Phoenix in a singles match? <laughs> mm-hmm. Not on AAA, though, because I, I hate how they shoot wrestling. Sure. I hate it. They, they, they make Kevin Dunn look fucking slow with the changing of the cameras all right i typed in ray phoenix and i got way more results um let's see the only singles match that i've seen is pwg october 19th 2018 bandito versus ray phoenix for 23 minutes i'm gonna assume that slapped just gonna just gonna assume it was great that was not even the main event. The fourth match in the card. Meltzer gave it four and a half stars. Yeah, you know I was thinking about. Is that the best match on the card? Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking about. Best match on the card. Right. Yeah. 
Imagine Walter versus Goshiyosaki. <laughs> Sorry, who? Don't say it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's talk about this. Santina, Mike Bailey. You thought it was great. I thought it was really good. Uh, Mike Bailey's been putting in the work since coming back. I think uh, he's making up for lost time. And Santana, I don't know if people know this, good at the wrestling. Really good at the wrestling. Uh, Does Santana wrestling here make you excited about the Gresham match at Terminus? No, because I don't think he's going to wrestle this style. Yeah, I know. Like, this was just like, hey, we're going to hit each other hard and see what happens. Like, that's, that's you know, that's kind of my favorite type of wrestling. Yeah. That's that's what I'm asking for. I mean, we just talked about four matches of Go Shiozaki. What does he do in all four of those matches? Hit people hard. Uh, but I thought this was really good. Uh, Mike Bailey, bravo to him for putting the work that he's doing right now. Wish he didn't have to miss five years here in the U.S., right? It was five? Was it five? five yeah, years? five. Yeah, that's absurd. Um, dude's really good. Dude's really good. Santana, like I said, uh, better than just a tag team guy. I think a lot of people are going to start learning that the more he keeps doing these matches. But, uh, yeah, this is my match of the show. Uh, I thought it was also really good. Uh, the Acclaimed. Anthony the Bowens <laughs> and the acclaimed running through the game. Yeah, we own, we are own we are in our own lane. Yo, 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 listen, yo, listen, Navi style. Something, uh, something about Brian Cage's contract. Yeah, that, what was it? What was it? I watched it this morning. What was it? Uh, it was great. Uh, the acclaimed uh, uh, at the top of the stage, getting more TV time to Brian Cage. Yeah, and then the the contract one, uh, and waiting for his contract to expire, and then and then dunking on Casey Navarro for signing <laughs> the Court Bauer contract. That was really good. Uh, Brian Cage did have one good comeback. I'll give it to him. He said, "And I'm still getting paid more than you people." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, you're probably not wrong. Not not for much longer. It seems probably. not much longer. Probably like another week or so. <laughs> but yeah, good for you, buddy. Uh, what do you think of this? I did not see this match. So what did you think of it? I uh, fell asleep during it last <laughs> night. <laughs> and I did not go back to watch it. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> not, no, I don't think it's because I thought it was boring or anything. I literally just started the match after the wrap and I fell asleep because I was exhausted. Like I truthfully, yeah. I don't think I had anything to do with the match. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It, 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 it did sound funny that I said, well, I fell asleep. <laughs> uh, then we'll keep moving. Blake Christian, Alex Zane, Gringo Loco, Myron Reed. This was your match of the night, wasn't it? No, it was not. Um, the hell was your match? No. If you say it's Dalton Castle more harsh, <laughs> I'm going to quit. <laughs> um, I thought this match was good. I saw that you tweeted about it because it was, you said it was nuts. Um, and it well, was yeah, pretty I mean, nuts. I mean, yeah. What did you expect out of these four? Yeah. I don't remember anything in the like middle of the big spots, <laughs> you know, which can be the problem with these matches. Why I, I never really go super high on them, but I can appreciate some good spots. No, it's, it's a match that's uh, loaded with sugar, loaded with candy. And, you know, as much as I love candy, I don't remember all of it. You know, I don't remember everything, you know, so it's, you know, every, I'm saying everything was good, 
but like you know, it's not it's not a steak. It's just a bunch of sugar. I would sense. never rewatch. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's a four way scramble sort of. I don't rewatch a lot of wrestling to be fair, mm-hmm. but when I do rewatch things, it's always something good. Blake Christian, pretty good. Blake Christian, pretty good. Yeah, Blake Christian's a weird fella to me. Real Seamus there. You know, Mr. Mrs. Mr. Cora Jade over here. Uh he's very good. He is very, very talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's going back to strong soon. Good for him. Yeah, maybe. Uh, which I think will be good. Um I think that strong was Blake Christian was always one of the, like those flippy dude guys. Yeah. Um, strong is where it really started to like turn around. Like, oh, he is cleaner. Yeah, he was getting the training and stuff. That was like, all yeah, right, he's um, go. yeah, Blake Christian, pretty pretty good. I think he's uh probably Osprey's. I think he's working to an Osprey title match. I yeah, think that's the whole story they're going they're, for. There. They're teasing. He hard. did the Hidden Blade. They, he did. Which, and to be honest, everybody, Hidden Blade is one of my favorite moves in wrestling. Yeah, it looks always looks good. Yeah, poor uh, Michael Oku. Yeah, but I'm glad that they're uh, teasing that match that we might be able to do it um, uh, sometime soon. Yeah, the next one's uh, wrestling Warrior Wrestling 20. So I'm guessing they're going to want Osprey at that show, which is very funny because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that match was going to happen in 2020's GCW Collective Spring Break, and now here we are, Warrior Wrestling being Warrior Wrestling being like. Hey guys, uh, Collective could be really good this year with all the talent that's out there right now. Yeah, who knows? Who the hell knows? Uh, Sky Blue defeats Miranda Alize. Neither of us watched it, right? Not Dalton, a shot. Dalton Castle defeated Warhorse. Eh, pretty good. It was fine. You watched this, but you didn't watch Dante Martin versus Bandito. I wanted to see what it would look like. I wanted to see this one. Also, I did not. This was the second match in the show, and I didn't realize how much how long this show was—nearly four hours. I was like, "Oh, Does Dalton Castle have boys?" No, he had no boys. He had nothing. No, he's he had, had no nothing boys. with him. He had nothing with him. Just he was just him himself and Irene. Oh, okay. He, uh, I wasn't really paying attention, but he like went into his trunks and like fished around for a while, and then pulled out nothing. And so I was kind of confused what was happening there. Yeah, I don't know. Dalton Castle lately. Uh, I've always enjoyed Dalton Castle, but lately with this whole heel thing, and I just I don't really get it. Like we talked about when we talked the best was it best in the world, yeah, or final battle, or whatever it was for Ring of Honor. Uh, it was just like it was a show that that one match at Dalton Castle where you just like did nothing the entire match. Uh, that match wasn't good. No, so I was just the sort of like four way was not good. I don't really know entirely what's happening when you. Cut a promo on Joe Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Henry. Um, anyways, for oh, my Henry, match of the right. night, it was actually Sam Adonis defeating Lince Dorado for uh, to retain the Warrior Wrestling Lucha title by countout. I thought this match was really good. This is my match of the night. Can you believe it? You say he won the match by countout? Yeah, Sam Adonis won by countout. Very well done. I wonder why you liked it. It's the name <laughs> of the network. Ah, oh, man. Any any match that wins by count out gets an immediate star bump. It's an entire star extra. Yep. Uh, so Lindsay Dorado looked good. 
Is that what you're saying? I see the cat. I see the cat. Lincer, Lincer Dorado look good? Lince Dorado look good. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Lince Dorado looked real good. I thought he looked really good. Uh, had like no stink on him whatsoever. Did really good. Sam Adonis works really well in that Lucha style. I will obviously. say, to be fair, to be fair, uh, Grand Metalik and Dorado never had stink. That's fair. Well, yeah. anytime they actually got to show up, they they usually showed up. I think Lindsay Dorado is one of those rare cases where he came out of WWE way better than he came in. Like he imp- he's improved greatly. He's just he's so much better. I saw a couple matches before he went to WWE. And it was just like, no, he's just a guy, a lucha guy. There's something to say about getting uh, television experience that goes a long way too. Yeah. And also tagging with Dorado, you know. Yeah, you learn you learn a thing or two. But I thought it was I phenomenal. Sh- I need him versus Danielson. That's like one of the Danielson matches that Dorado he really wants. Yeah, and uh, hope we get that. Yeah. So this match is really good. Uh, Lindsay Dorado has also been doing that sort of, um, uh, you know, he's been I'm choosing violence that sort of thing. Uh, so he did, he constantly was doing the Sabu pose constantly. He was wearing all silver, uh, which was very Sabu-y. And he was constantly taking chairs outside of the ring. He was constantly taking chairs from outside the ring and throwing it at Sam Adonis's face and then using them in some capacity. He set up on the outside of the ring, uh, four chairs, uh, uh, then went back into the ring and did like a top rope. I think he did. I think he did like a, a somersault tope sort of thing onto Sam Adonis through the four chairs. And one of the chairs just exploded. Uh, it looked really good. So he's really basically what I'm saying. He's going for that Lucha violence idea, which is probably why he's emulating Sabu. But it was a very good match. I thought it was a very good match. I'm guessing you haven't seen it. Well, I recommend it. I thought it recommended. I thought it was actually really good. I thought to me this is the match of the night. I thought it was really good, very outstanding. I'm very excited. It was you know because it also doesn't help. I think part of it is that my expectations were low because it's Lindsay Dorado and Sam Adonis. Wasn't thinking too much, but turns out that it was way better than what I thought it was going to be. That goes a long way. That goes a long way. Exactly. Exactly. Rice. Um. Let's keep the show going. We got. Uh. We've already done an hour and a half. Can you believe it? Yeah, <laughs> you feel it. You're feeling it now, Mister Krabs. No, I'm ready for. I'm ready for. Uh, I have no idea what we're talking about. Well, I'm I'll, not I'll, lie, so. I'll give you the option. There's a couple. There's two things we're going to talk about next, and it's either. And which one do you want to talk about first? Either get it out of the way or save it. We have New Japan Golden Series three nights with three various titles. All well, three nights with various title matches. We'll end with that. Uh, I guess actually one of them already happened. Technically, um, um, a few of them already happened. A few of them already happened. I thought one of them already happened. El oh. Desperado oh, versus right, right, right. Master Watto. I don't give a shit. Good match. I Good match. I give a shit about that. Respect Watto, you piece of. <laughs> well, I guess I guess we won't really talk about that the the first night, the evil Ishii, unless you watched it. No, I did not watch it, but I heard it was better than expected. Okay, so that's a good sign. Well, there's that. We can also we can talk about that, or we can talk about Impact No Surrender. We're going to talk about we both. We can talk about Impact first. Impact first. All right. Yeah, we can end it with the good stuff. All right. All right. All right. Impact this Saturday is having their No Surrender pay per view. 
on impact. It's an impact plus one, folks. So you know what that means. But I want to just get Scotty's quick Mid. thoughts. I just want to get Scotty's quick thoughts. Mid. That's what it means. No, it means mid. Uh, this is, they do not have any of the matches listed on Cage Match. So this is based on their website. If it's updated, cool. If not, mm. you ready? <laughs> yeah. Impact, no surrender. Jonah taking on Black Taurus. Yeah, that's probably going to fuck. That's probably going to fuck. Uh, I thought you were going to say slap. And then Jonah, it's... definitely going to win. But I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'll definitely check that match out. Yeah, this is sort of Jonah's sort of feuding with Decay as of late. Uh, defeating decisively Crazy Poor Steve guy. with the Tsunami or whatever he's calling it. Tsunami! Great Wade Barrett impression. Uh, and then after the match, did it again on Crazy Steve. So Black Taurus is sort of out there for redemption for his Crazy faction. Steve's dead. Uh, no. Tsunami seems like a lot. Yeah, hitting, getting, you know, surviving one tsunami is one thing, but two? I don't know. Two? No. No. Uh, I, I was gonna, I always want to do this real quick. On a scale of one to ten, how? What, give me your excitement level about that match. Seven and a half. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, also, at no surrender. Are you going to do that for every match? Yes, I am. Uh, uh, Matt Cardona is defending his Impact Digital Media Championship against Jordan Grace. It's sort of a, a, after beating her on TV uh, two weeks ago. Why does this title exist? <laughs> I don't really know. Don't they have a mid-card title? Yes, they do. The so is this, their, is this their just idea for an intergender title and they couldn't think of a name? No, this is sort of the BTI Dark. Like if Dark had a title. Dark should have a title. Yeah, that's kind of what. By this the is. way, this is that's kind of what this title is about. Is it? Like, I, I've been sitting in no, 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 a time out. Time. It's a low. I it's a low, it's a low a card title. I, I think Dark slash Dark Elevation should have one title going back and forth. I think that'd be uh, pretty good for that show. But Matt Cardona versus Jordan Grace, probably Cardona winning. I don't know why he'd lose it right back. And especially if Jordan Grace uh, saying on Twitter that she wants to. Wrestle a little bit less, focus more on the weightlifting. Great. So this should be so good. Uh, three and a half. Was it going to be higher until after, until I said that, that bit of pretty much? Yeah. 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 Oh, I think, oh, I think she's still you pretty much told me the effort. Yeah. I basically told you the ending. Uh, that too. Yeah. Which we got kind of already knew. I mean, you're going to have Matt Cardino win and just well, be healing. He's more. always there or here or whatever it is. We're always ready. Always ready. Always here. <laughs> so sad. Uh, impact, no surrender. Eric Young versus Jay please White. Stop saying, please stop saying impact, no surrender. <laughs> uh, Jay White. Jay White singles match. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're going to have two Jay White singles matches next week. That's two more than we got all of last year. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to get him and uh, Jay Lethal, I think, in two weeks on Strong. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to do the open challenge with Swerve. So that's going to be fucking great. Sorry, if anyone didn't know that, it's going to be Swerve, uh, which is awesome. That would probably be it. That hopefully kicks ass. But It's going to be Nick Wayne. Get out of here. My excitement level? 
What if it is Darby though? Eight and a half. What if it is Darby? Darby they, Allen? Yeah, well, they wouldn't do that. AEW wouldn't allow that to happen. No. Uh eight and a half. Yeah. Shout for a Jay White singles match. Plus Eric Young. Eric Young's pretty good. I think Eric yeah, Young's pretty no good. No slouch in there. No slouch in there. He knows what he's doing. Former impact world champion. He knows what he's Eric doing. Jay, and this is a win for Jay White, I think easily. I don't understand how anyone has Jay White loose. <laughs> I think that's a new Japan call. And they're probably like, no. Speaking of that, we're going to have Ishii beat him. That's true. That's true. But speaking of Impact No Surrender, the Good Brothers defending the Impact World Tag Team Championship versus GOD. Can I, think I get GOD wins? Can I get that excitement level real quick? I think GOD wins. Yeah. Who else are you going to have beat the Good Brothers and this keep point. it interesting? At this point, yeah. My excitement level? Yeah. One and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's generous of you. I'm not excited yeah, I gave him a quarter. <laughs> this, no. match, this match was teased on New Japan Resurgence, what, back in October? November? It was September. September? Yeah. No, it was before All Out. Was it? All yeah, because we thought Moxley was going to fight Tanahashi and didn't happen. Didn't happen, yeah. Anyways. Yikes. Impact, no surrender. <laughs> Honor no more versus Team Impact. It's going to be a five-on-five match here. PCO. You're going to have to tell me Team Impact. Yeah, here we go. So Honor no more, of course, you know this. PCO, Vincent, Matt Taven. Uh, Mike Bennett and Kenny K-I-N-G King King. I did know this. Yes, actually. Uh, Team Impact ready for this. Chris Sabin, Rich Swan, Eddie Edwards, Rhino, and uh, Steve Macklin. I'd Rhino have to be in there. <laughs> I think because I, I think was, it was originally supposed to be Slater, but then I, I guess what happened Slater, to Willie Mack? I guess Slater's injured or something. Where's my boy Willie Mack at? Maybe he's also... I think what happened is that they was planning to be uh, Willie Mack instead of Eddie Edwards, maybe. As, well, maybe Edward, Eddie Edwards is going to be there. And it's probably going to be Willie Mack and Slater in this match, but I think they didn't make the taping, so they just had to figure this out. And so they're doing these, you know, these guys instead. I'm going to do a nice solid five for excitement level. Something I can look forward to a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Honor No More crew should definitely win. Yeah. So this, the stipulation just... here is that if Honor No More's win, Honor No More wins, then they are allowed to stay in Impact Wrestling. Not a contract. They're just allowed to stay. Uh, but if they lose, they must leave for good. So kind of a loser leaves town. A very retribution of them. Yeah. Kind of a loser leaves town sort of thing, but only for one side of the equation. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Honor No More. I don't know more. Wins. You want to see all five of these guys stay in Impact? Not all of them. You figure out which one I don't want to. I I have no idea because all five of these guys are great, including Kenny K. Angie King King. I meant the old one. Impact No Surrender women's title match. Mickey James defending her titles against the Ultimate X, Knockouts Ultimate X winner, Tasha Steeles. I'd be more excited if I thought Tasha Steele's had a chance. Yeah. 
which is sort of but, disappointing, right? Because yeah. you would think as the first ever women's knockouts Ultimate X t- match that the winner of that match would uh, be... Ooh, that was a mouthful. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the knockout Ultimate X match, you thought that the winner of that match, the first time ever, would ultimately win the title, but it really does not feel that way. However, no. <laughs> I think I think she could win, Scotty. Let me try to convince you. I think Tasha Steeles has a good chance because it appears they are doing the Mickey James, uh, not Tori Wilson. What's her name? Chelsea Green. No. Well, yeah, but no. Mickey James. When Mickey James debuted in WWE, she was a fan of whom? Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. I think they are doing they are doing the Mickey James Trish Stratus storyline with Chelsea Green and Mickey James right now. Or start they're starting it. They're starting it. Isn't that they wanted to do that in uh WWE? Yes. Both these ladies pitched it. So it's odd they said I'm so happy WWE said no. So they're doing uh, it in impact. My guess is Chelsea Green is going to have Mickey James lose here, so Tasha Steeles wins the title. My my fear is Chelsea Green's going to get the title. That's You're going to figure, find a way to get Chelsea Green the title. Let's be honest here, Ryan. Who's more likely to get the title? I'd love if Tasha Steeles won. I think Tasha Steeles is pretty good. Uh, at, at, the, at this point, at this point with Impact, I just hope all roads lead to Masha Slamovich. It's really all I care about now. That'd be pretty good. Uh, because Masha Slamovich is probably the best women's wrestler on the roster. Yeah, she's she is phenomenal. She had a phenomenal 2021. I am phenomenal. Uh, and your main event for Impact No Terrible Surrender. Eminem song, by the way. Your main event for Impact No Surrender, of course, is your Impact World title match. Moose defending it against W. Morrissey. No step. Um... Just straight up singles match. Straight up singles. Well, I would have liked if W. Morrissey was going to win, but he's not going to. Yeah, I was about to say, is the world title changing hands here? No. No, probably not. Josh Alexander's gone, huh? Josh Alexander, not even on the show, it appears. He tweeted out that he seems he's, he's gone. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense why they changed the title to Moose, except then Impact Josh Alexander could have just had the title match here and then put over W. Morrissey. Yeah. Um, Moose. Uh, Moose is going to win. I'd like if W. Morrissey won. Um, I think W. Morrissey is doing the best work of his career by far. And. Yeah. I hope someone wait a minute. Why is there so many people missing from the show that are actually good? No Chris Bay, what are we doing here? No Ace Austin, what are we doing here? No Mike Bailey, what are we doing here? No Jake something, what are we doing here? God, I just God, I hate impact. And like just push just push the good people. No Trey Miguel, no X X division title. Oh my god, I'm not like a big huge major Trey Miguel fan. What are you doing? The X Division title is the best part of your damn company. No Ace Austin, no Chris Bay. I, yeah, I just said those. Thanks. Thanks for pushing that. No De- Masha Slamovich. Diana. 
No Diana. What are we doing? Recently engaged Diana. So congratulations to her and Steve Mack. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, good for them. Great. She uh she recent you know what she's been doing lately, and I really love it. Uh she's defending one of her titles to whoever. So she recently defended her one of her titles against um Santana Garrett, who just popped up. Uh but she has so she has the Ring of Honor women's title and the Reyes de Reyes title. So she's basically having she's defending whatever title that the person wants to win or wants to challenge for. So she's only defending That's one of them. Funny. It's very good. It's such a flex. Hey, I got two titles. I'll defend one of them real quick. Which one do you want to challenge for? <laughs> Did you see Roxy was uh supposedly backstage wow. at NXT? That was the other news. Uh Wrestling Observer <gasps> noted that Roxy was offered a WWE contract. Didn't yeah. say that she accepted it, right? But, you know, yeah, offered a but, WWE contract. But Alec Price wasn't, though. Supposedly. Alec so Price good. is booked everywhere that's, right now. That's so. good news for us. <laughs> good like, news for us fans. I don't know. No offense to Alex Price. I like Alex Price a lot. That's why I, like, don't want him in NXT. <laughs> so what do you think about that? Roxy. Roxy signing, potentially, presumably signing with... Uh, NXT. I mean, NXT. she's she is far uh, far ahead of her years in the ring, mm-hmm. especially for like her American age. promotions. Yeah, you know, because they start younger everywhere else, pretty much. Um, my hope is that they like Roxy and they actually use her, and like she's not, you know, turned into Roxy the schoolgirl. Or Roxy the, I don't know. She's 20, just, 20 years old, by the way. Listen, listen, I, I want to go back to like the Alex Price thing. I wish the best for, you know, these two. I like both of them a lot. I know they were both at the same tryout. Plus money uh, is money, so. Right, so I hope they get the bag. Well, first and foremost, go get the bag. Selfishly, I want to watch them wrestle. I want to watch them have great matches. But go get the bag. Roxy, I think Roxy's going to be okay. Yeah, I'm just... I, I'm glad she's getting the bag, potentially. She's going to be Cora Jade's best friend, though. She's going to be like Cora Jade's best friend. She's going to be... I Cora Jade. That's not a shot of Cora Jade. I just, we know she's going to play second fiddle. Probably. Wendy Chu's tag partner. Uh, she's going to have a new name. Yeah, it's going to be Roxy Frightheart. Sure. From I, I'm just not excited about seeing Roxy versus Tiffany Stratton. That's it. No one's excited about anything with Tiffany. Like, what's Stratton. what's the best <sighs> match sure. that you can have with Roxy and NXT right now? Roxy versus Io Shirai. I guess that's true. Io Shirai is the only good one. <laughs> Roxy versus Shirai. Yeah. Two that's great. Roxy great. versus Dakota Kai. That's it. <laughs> I gave you all. I gave you all my options. That's. But what's that's great about it. Roxy is if they they saw something in her and they want her. She's super young, and she's incredibly talented. However, yeah. however, on the other hand, she's not blonde, and she's super short. So I'm worried. Well. I'm worried about what that's WWE That's true. Is. Yeah, so. That's all true. I can't say much about that. <laughs> yeah. That's my these The are short my thing, I don't think is that big of a deal. I know, but when you put her on the main roster against Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair stinks. I don't want to talk about Charlotte Flair. Um, but let's talk I got about- told she had a good match this weekend and I was lied to. 
You're you didn't fine. Like match. You didn't like the match too much against Naomi. It was fine. It was fine. But like everyone was typing it up like this was like at least four stars. They didn't touch that. Yeah, maybe. Um, wow, I sounded so snotty there. That was unbelievable. Can I hate myself? Let's end the show on a high note. New Japan Golden Series. <laughs> They're finally Most getting around. Would disagree that New Japan is a high note right now. Uh, uh, well, I guess that's true. But they're doing some title For matches. For me, it is. They're doing some title matches. This morning, they did um, uh, Evil versus uh, Tomohiro Ishii in a never open weight title lumberjack match. The GOAT versus the Jobber. This is a House of Torture podcast. Pro podcast. Yeah, I got called out for that. I did. I saw that. <laughs> you saw that. Very yeah. funny. You, yeah. Shout out well, to like. Yeah. Shout out to like. Um, yeah. I, I did also read online that this was very good. We didn't get a chance to watch it yet, uh, but I thought I saw online that this was also really good. I saw what online what helped this match is that it was a lumberjack match, and so they were able to. Evil had to wrestle. Evil had to wrestle a little bit more, but also like chaos and all the other lumberjacks were able to sell the interference a lot more. Yeah, so, like, in, I, in, I'm actually looking forward to watching it. Yeah, I've heard good things, so I'm excited. Because I'm hopeful that, you know, they host it up, you know, a little host fight. Because I'm going to keep reminding people until I'm blue in the face. Evil's a good wrestler. It's just, you know, the gimmick changes that. It, you know, that's what that's what's happening. Um, and, you know, I'll give credit to Ishii. He's also pretty good. Um, I need. I didn't get confirmation. Did Naito wear a T-shirt today? I don't know. I did, not, I did not see that. Because the main event was Okada and Tanahashi versus Naito and Sonata. Yes. And, like, if Naito didn't wear a T-shirt, then that match was probably really good. But if he did, then tough. Interesting. When I click well, on... T-shirt Naito is a real thing. No, no, no. I know that. I know, I know, I know oh. that. But I'm saying when I click on cage matches, events, I go to... Uh, wait. What? Hold on. What? They don't have it uploaded yet. No, but when I click on the the, oh right, okay. I don't know what's happening there. Okay, I got very confused for a second. All right, I think I figured it out. So night fourteen is where the next sort of stuff is happening. The title match is ready. Yeah, a few. Night 14, 219 is that date. It's a couple days. I think it's Friday, Saturday. I think it's Saturday. Saturday. A uh, bunch of tag matches. Who gives a crap? Uh, but we got an IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team title match. Flying Tigers, Robbie Eagles, and Tiger Mask defending the titles against Bullet Club's cutest tag team, El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori. New champs. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird to me that... Uh, Phantasmo and Ishimori are getting a title match here, just based on like, actually after how Wrestle Kingdom went. I don't know if they're new champs because, uh, yeah, I'll still go to champs. I'll go to champs. Why not? It's the juniors. If you're gonna run it back, then I'm assuming they're probably going. The only thing I think we would get, the only reason I can think of that we would get new champions is if Eagles is going back into the singles title picture. Yeah, well, I mean, they don't have a lot of options, to be fair. That's true. But I can see them lose if they want to do Desperado and Ishimori. Yeah, that's true. Or Desperado and Phantasmo. 
no, 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 no. Well, they would do that. No, 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 no. IWGP Tag Team Title Match. Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi defending their titles against Hot Baby Evil and Yujiro Takahashi. Too sweet if you're with me. The underneath too sweet if you know what sweet. I'm talking about, baby. What is this? this is, I thought this was a too sweet. I can't wait till Jay White tries to do that to the elite and they're going to be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 no. Um... I mean, I'm going to hope Yoshihashi and Goto don't lose them right off the bat. <laughs> be kind of be kind of mean. So, if I'm not mistaken, Evil, mistaken. Evil has the six man and the singles of the never he title. Is, he is never. He is ne- never evil. I um, am never. Um, everything is never. If he wins here, Evil would then be a three, three champ, three belt champ. Yeah, yeah. We well, get evil three belts. Evil three belts? Are we gonna? Are we? Do you think we'll get evil three belts? No, Me I don't. Neither. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, sorry, huge. It's gonna be Goto and Yoshihashi. IWGP US Heavyweight Title Match: Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Sonata. Go Ace. Tanahashi yeah. singles match gets me hype, no matter what. When in doubt, can't wait. I think I think Tanahashi's winning here. I don't expect. I think Tanahashi brings out the best version of Sonata. I hope so, because that's that's the Tanahashi I know and love. This, and Tanahashi definitely needs to win. It's the Tanahashi I know and love. That's my I man. Hope Tanahashi, I hope Tanahashi keeps the belt for a little bit. Gets to go on that uh, Windy City Riot show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. I assume that I think that's after the New Japan Cup, so it works. Um. Let me look at the events real quick. Let me look at the schedule. Give me a second. And you can also have them lose early, so it wouldn't matter. Uh, New Japan Strong. The, there's an anniversary event on the first. Uh, New Japan Cup is starts the second, and goes for a while. Of March of March. Yep. Um. I love the New Japan Cup. Gotta go to page two. Last year, the New Japan Cup was really good. Windy City Riot is April 16th. Um, So the New Japan Cup will be over. The finals of the New Japan Cup are the 27th of March. Yeah, so it could work. Um, Cool, cool, cool. I like the New Japan Cup. I'm telling you, I like the New Japan Cup. New Japan Cup will get us back into New Japan, baby. I mean, New Japan Cup well, is, but to be fair though, New Japan Cup is always the event that gets me back into New Japan following Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah, it was really good last year. They put David Finley in the uh, Final Four. They did, and he had a really yeah. great match. If I think it was Jay White that I, I loved. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Then he had the match with the uh, Osprey, and then Osprey and Shingo in the finals. Yeah, Shingo um, had a great run too. Yeah, Shingo's great. Uh, the other night of New Japan New Year's Golden Series, night 15 on February 20th, uh, has three quote unquote title matches. Uh, <laughs> I gotta look into this one actually to see what, if the, at all, there's sort of stipulation on it. It's the New Japan King of Pro Wrestling title. 
<laughs> Minoru Suzuki versus Toru Iyano. Let me see what the potential stip of that. If is. Suzuki loses, I'm rioting. He needs to keep this cup and actually defend it against like non-Yano and Chase, whatever the hell his name is, people. Chase um, Owens? Chase Owens. Okay, so five days ago. All right, great. So five days ago, the polling opened. The pollings have not finished, it appears. Um, the vote began well, on February 9th and ends at some point. What are the stipulations? Stipulations exactly. are, are Suzuki proposed a handcuff death match. Yeah, needs to be that one. I don't know what that is. Don't either, but sounds fun. I don't know what that is. Um, I think I read somewhere that it's like each person starts with their hands handcuffed together. I think, or having handcuffs on. I think that's part of it. I don't remember. Um, While Yano proposed a dog cage match. Yeah, I saw a picture of Taka Michinoku and stuck in a cage. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea what that means, but I did see that. Let me see if I I can go to the website. I think it's like a casket match. All right, so handcuff death match. In this bout, this is from New Japan 1972.com. In this bout, there will be no DQs, and both men will start with handcuffs on their wrists, allowing the possibility for them to be chained to anything, including one another. And then in response, they got the proposed dog cage match. In this bout, the only way to win will be to lock your opponent in the dog cage at ringside. So, yeah, kind of a casket match. Do you remember when Toriano and Chase Owens wrestled for like a 40-minute match? <laughs> I did not watch that. I did. did. I did. I did. You did because you hate yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Suzuki better win. Go, go Suzuki. I feel like Yano's going to. I mean, yeah. if Yano wins, we get a shot of Suzuki in a dog cage. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. And it's like, do I want to see that? Is the question. <laughs> no. The answer is no. no. Uh no. never open weight six-man title match. Hot evil show and Yujiro Takahashi versus Chaos, Goto, Yo, and Yoshihashi. I heard that Yo and Show had another singles match during this sing- I heard it series. Was a stinker. I heard it was crap. Also I did not watch it. I was going to watch it. And then I saw it was a stinker, and I was like, nope. Goes back to my point about uh, they should have had Yo join House of Torture, not Show. Well, they didn't. <laughs> so that's Here we tough. are. Here we also, are. anyone that compares Momo Watanabe to Show can go eat a brick. It's a terrible comparison. Momo can hey, still wrestle. Hey, hey, man. This is, we're a pro-hot podcast. I'm pro-evil. <laughs> oh there's the clarity the, the clarity has come up here I'm, it's all out evil it's all evil baby oh uh, that was actually sorry i just did the case muto <laughs> <laughs> oh my hip uh, oh i did pop when marifuji did that and then hit the uh much better shining wizard against go beautiful and then your main event IWGP World Heavyweight Title Match: Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuyo Naito. At the end of all this dog shit, there is one great match, baby. <laughs> Fifteen nights later, we get this finally. And by the way, the next one is an anniversary event. 
I don't I I don't know what that anniversary event match will be if it's not Okada. It's Naito. Okada. Des- it's Okada Desperado. Real? Oh yeah, it's the anniversary events. The juniors. I forgot. I'm intrigued by that. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not Very defending. Intrigued. He's because he already defended his junior against Master Watto. Imagine if it was Okada versus Watto. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> Oh man, baby strap. Does he defend the title in that match? Who? No, it's Okada? just it's just singles. Okada should defend it anyways. Just be like, here. You can fight for it. Here you go, Watto. No problem. I don't Desperado. Oh no, I want Watto. Oh, if he if he's gonna defend the title, do it against some schlub. Stop uh, being so mean to Master Watto. He's not my grandmaster. Um Kazushika Okada versus Naito. Obviously, the winner he will then face. And a singles non-title match, El Desperado. Which match is sexier to you, El Desperado versus Naito or El Desperado versus Okada? Well, we're getting Okada versus El Desperado, so it doesn't really matter. But that one still, I think. I don't know. I love Naito. I think Naito's still so great. Um, He's definitely slowed down a lot. Well, you have to remember he doesn't have knees. um, (laughs) You know who else doesn't have knees? Keiji Muto. Yeah, shut up. Uh, just shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can tell we're gassed because now we're just... We're just... Uh, okay. Um, Okada wins. I think this match will be great. I think uh, you'll get Naito trying at full force here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I thought he made I thought he made a pretty good match with an injured Jeff Cobb at Wrestle Kingdom. So yeah, for what it was, for you know, for what that was, yeah. you know, I mean, Cobb good. could barely move, legitimately could barely move. That was that uh, was a hard watch. Yeah. But, so, and I thought they made that like a decent match overall, mm-hmm. all things considered. So, uh, I'm expecting greatness here. You know, Naito and Okada bring the best out of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, just look back at their Wrestle Kingdom 14 match. If you wanna. All right, all right, Ryan. I had a thought last night. Sure. You know, the show's over. So, you know, you know what? My opinions on the Okada Nana match? Oh, right. Sorry, you can do that. No, 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 no. No, the show's over. You're, you have enough to say as I do. Go <laughs> well, ahead. No, 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 ask your question. Your no, 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 ask your Ryan, question. Ryan, give your opinion now. It's going to be a really good match. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Awesome. So, I was thinking about the double gold dash. Cause I was thinking about this match, right? Double gold. About, which 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 double gold dash? The original, the okay. only one. There was only one double gold dash. Don't stop yelling at me. They didn't dash <laughs> multiple times. There was only one dash. They sprinted the next time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was only one. Uh, shut up. <laughs> you have me all flustered now. So I was thinking about right. It was Okada, Ibushi. Naito and Jay White. Yeah. And I was saying to myself, I was like, you know, it's kind of shit that Hiroshi Tanahashi wasn't part of it. Sure. Was that That's it? All. Was that the, that wasn't a question? <laughs> you said you had a question for me. No, I had a statement. There was no question. <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask you, would you have changed the four wrestlers at all in that? <laughs> Knowing what we know now. Knowing what we know now, yeah, I would have subbed out Jay White. Um, 
No, because that because that got me Jay White and Ibushi, and that was my favorite match of that year. Um, of what 2021? 2020? 2021 was your favorite match, yeah. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the first double gold dash, was it? 2020 was. Yeah, I'm talking about 2020. But what was the, when was that the when the, the titles were we separated it? and then they came together? The year after, there was no Okada. It's Naito versus Ibushi, and then Ibushi versus White. Oh, that's what it was. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. Yes. So it was Ibushi White, with White Naito. winning. No, a with a Ibu- no, no, no. It was Ibushi Okada. Ibushi Okada. Ibushi won the G one. White Naito. Yes, and Naito won the Intercontinental that night. Um, I think Naito winning was the right move. Yes, I agree. No, the, everything about that is, was the right move. Uh, what we know now, I actually don't know if I would change anything because White lost that, and then lost, and then I believe no, Abushi lost the like to White. I think Abushi lost. Day. Yeah, I think Twice. it's fine. I think it's fine. Which, by the way, where is Abushi? He's still gone. He's uh, Meltzer reported he's still really hurt. Jesus Christ. I think this guy's going to retire soon. I Jesus, mean, Ryan. What the fuck? What? what? <laughs> he had a tough year. I know, Live but like world. between COVID, between pneumonia or whatever that was, and then injuries. Jesus Christ. That's this... wrestling. Well, not the COVID part, but yeah. the other part. That's wrestling. He'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, that was a, that was a tough fall. Yeah. Not everyone can be Sayakamatani. I guess so. I guess so. Even yeah. though she drilled Unagi with the knees. <laughs> but we don't talk about that. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I I think looking back on it, I think it was fine. I mean, who the hell would have guessed what was going to come around two months later um, and how all of that would, would play out? Um, you know, if it was anybody else, I don't think Tanahashi could have been in there unless it was Okada Tanahashi and Tanahashi losing. That's my whole point. But I wasn't taking I wasn't taking Jay out. I know, I know, I know. But I think uh leaving Abushi in was the better move for like the future thing. Um Yeah, that's fair. How many G ones did he win in row two? Three. No. He was in the two. finals, I think, three times. Tanahashi won the year before. Yeah, I think he was in the finals three times and won two yeah. in a row. Yeah, yeah. We watched him split his shoulder. <laughs> no, he was in the final four years in a row. He was in the final against Tanahashi the year before that. Sure. I That's crazy. Jude, Why? Jude, do you have an opinion? <laughs> I think I think this is Jude telling us to end the show. Yeah, Jude's like, all right, wrap it up. Wrap it up, folks. He's the he's the producer of the show after all. <sighs> Ring Post Radio. I love the show. Uh, I love the oh, show. Sure. I love I, too. I love the audience. I love our fan base. I love people that in the chat. I love people in our audience, you know. I think I think I should tweet out how many listeners we have. Well, it'd be better than the other person, that's for sure. Uh Ryan. You said it on me. Week. You said it on me. Uh, match of the week. Uh match of the week. Uh I mean, besides page. I try to keep my match of the weeks as something that is not what we already talked about. You know what I mean? Oh, Jesus Christ. What? What? <laughs> what? I mean, I have to find something else. We talked about I, everything. You could do... I know, we did talk about everything, so that's impossible. 
Uh, so I usually do that. I was going to say that I'd like to typically do that, uh, but I might change that uh, and just say that I'm going to put over the. Yeah, I think I'll put it over the. I'm just going to say the Hangman Page Lance Archer match. That was easily my match of the week, no doubt. I mean, <sighs> next up, I was next think. up would be Kanosh Shiyazaki, and we already talked about that. Everything else, I mean, if I skipped to try to find the thing that we didn't talk about, I think it'd be Hammerstone versus Pagano and MLW. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that, silence, we, that silence sums it up. If we're going with something we didn't talk about, I thought the Buck versus uh, Rapongi was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, El Lindemann versus Soma Watanabe from Gleet. That was a really good match. You laugh, but Gleet's good, man. I can't believe you're like the only Gleet defender I've ever met. I don't. I thought you liked Gleet. I watched the, the first show and I was like, "Oh, it's fine," and then never watched the single show again. Gleet's good, man. You're just a hater. Um, yeah, I I got Gleeted. I got Gleeted. By the hard. way, my top like my top four matches of the week were. Hangman, Archer, and then all the GOAT matches. So, yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> what, do you want to plug anything, Scotty? Yeah, follow me at Scotty Wrestling. Don't follow me. I don't care. All right. All right. Well, you can follow me at Ryan Knightsey on Twitter. You can follow us the entire show at Count Pod. Um, I did a Twitch stream yesterday, Scotty. Fun fact. I. Why? Uh, why? Because I wanted to, baby. But what? Uh, I I streamed uh, me playing uh, Fire Pro Wrestling, uh, the Fire Promoter mode where I uh, run my own promotion. So I'm going to be trying to do that every Saturday. So you can join me on twitch.tv slash countout uh, when I do more of that. What are we going to do a watch along? I don't know. I was then thinking about that. I feel like it'd be weird if we did a watch along to something live. Like if we did that, we can't no, show No, we gotta it. do something old. We gotta have to, I feel like we should do something old. Uh, but we could also do it on Saturdays. Basically what I'm saying is I'm gonna try to Twitch stream on Saturday. Maybe it's me playing a video game. Maybe it's Scotty and I watching. Um, I don't know. Wow. Some sort of old school match that, uh, co- that no one will care about. People are loving evil. Really? Good for them, as they should. The evil match, the evil match, not just evil. Oh, sorry, my mistake. The night. Um, yeah, well, maybe we'll do it on a Saturday. Um, yeah, we'll figure it or out. Or we could always do, I mean, yeah, we can't do Sunday. We do this. We can do it next Monday. Are you off next Monday? Because I have because next Monday is um, 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 uh, Labor Day, Memorial Day. What is it? Oh, I work during the day for the first time ever, so we can always do it Monday night. Ring Post Radio Nights. Watch along. Watch Ooh. one really good match. We have a, have a have, have a, some drinks. I have a glass of wine in front of me. Swirling. I think that could. I think that should be the plan. Look at the legs on that glass of wine, baby. We can watch. Um, I don't know something. We'll watch Ricardo um, Omega One. Suggest to us, maybe. Maybe people can suggest stuff to us. Oh yeah, but it has to be good, or we're not watching. <laughs> I'm not not watching something bad. No, no, we're gonna watch. Uh, I already did that. <laughs> we're gonna. And we're he gonna, had a great time. We're gonna watch something. <laughs> we're gonna watch something horrendously bad, and then get yelled at for. Uh, I, I did that last week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I love our fans. I love the streets. Um, anyways, that's it for this show, Ring Post Radio. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week for an all-new episode. I should say subscribe to the podcast where you can. I forgot to say that part. So we'll be back next week. Um, bye. Bye. Is it over? Yeah, it's over. Don't blow your load. This has been a Countout Podcast.